I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty and a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're joking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Damn, boys, straight to do. I'm a white sound like Bane. Let's suck on that. Look at all this way to be awkward. Hey, this is Tom Atkins. Throw me, but you better listen to the Bad Boys Podcast, or I'm coming for you. They're here. Did y'all miss Finally. us? It's been a while. It's been a while, fellas. Oh, we took a little week, uh, a little week off. That's it. That's right. So let's, you know, let's not BS around. Let's not fuck around. Let's get it to it. People have been waiting patiently. We're back. Episode hey. 475. Y'all know what time it is. The BBPC. Actually, most TDs from BMG, twelve for a penny. I'm your host Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. That all right? Oh, shit! Like that? Oh. Joining me as always. I got no rhymes, Harley, aka Marcus Burnett. Your name literally rhymed with everything I was saying. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and and the next guy. And I'm Tony, aka MCC. <laughs> Dude, when the day comes oh. when when Tony's got more bars than Harley, <laughs> it's a it's a glorious night. It's already I already can tell. <laughs> Tony's gonna drop the mic and just walk on out of here and leave. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. done. I, I asked for bars from Tony my whole life, and I finally got them. <laughs> it took it took 475 episodes, but Harley's like literally he's like writing shit down right now. He's like, fuck that. I am not gonna let that Android have better lyrics than me. <laughs> No, sir. What is going on, fellas? What is up? Yo, yo, yo. Crazy. Yo, times, you know, times change. It's a little late. It should be 10 o'clock right now. So hopefully we got a lot of energy. Because we got a lot We got a lot of show. We got a big show. We got to cram in real quick. Got a lot. Let's cover. That's it. Harley's already yawning. So that's Ooh, a bad sign. I'm telling you, man, I'm Way still jet lagged. I don't know what it is. Like the, the you know. Uh, yeah, let's listen me. to you. <laughs> It took me uh it took me a couple days to get kind of used to the time zone when we were in Europe. Yeah. Um I'm I'm up, I'm just upset you don't have an accent right now coming back from all that. It's really disappointing actually. Oh no. I uh yeah, I didn't pick up the language. I was I was You're too lazy to learn it. I didn't try it. It's hard. Well, part of it uh, I can get into it. Part of no, it no, was, that's spoiler, um, that's spoiler. Hold on, hold hold on. Just hold yeah, that thought. Yeah, yeah. I was like real quick shout out to our boy D. His uh, Baltimore Ravens just whipped the New England Patriots, stopped their undefeated streak. There you go, D. Shout out to your Edgar Allan Poe's there. And uh, and shout out to the Lakers on their fifth straight win. Beat the Spurs tonight. What's up? Shout out. What up, what up? So, yeah, let's get going. Harley, you, you were on a plane for like long hours. I'm sure this is I, when you saw your extras. I did. I Yeah, I'm sorry to disappoint Reed. Uh, oh, he was expecting oh. me to watch a bunch of movies, and I did not watch a bunch of movies. Did you um, sleep the whole time? No, I didn't. I didn't get to sleep. I, it's hard for me to sleep on planes. It's practically You're so impossible. tall, you, you don't fit? I don't fit. And, uh, yeah, the sitting upright and, and the noise and everything. So, uh, and I didn't, I didn't take anything, which, uh, no drink. 
which I should have actually, I had a old, like I said, old Clancy recommended taking melatonin, mel, melanin, mel, Mel melatonin. Yeah, totally yeah. talking about that. Yeah, and then I know you and Angie were talking about it. Is that just like over the counter pill or something? Yeah. Yeah. What's it for? It's, Keep you asleep is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. For me, it helps me get to, but melatonin is the hormone that makes you sleepy. Like, it's the one that comes out that your body starts producing when you're supposed to start going to sleep. Is that the main, uh, um, so is that what it is marketed as or is that a side effect no that's what it's for it's actually it's okay what would well, it be a side effect <laughs> well i mean you know i mean like nyquil i mean he's taking nyquil and that's fucking nyquil cold nyquil isn't a hormone nyquil is a brand name melatonin is the actual hormone oh is melatonin's it? in nyquil no no, no. He just said it's a hormone. This this motherfucker's still asleep. Like I think this motherfucker's still on the plane right now. Fuck a little blood. No, I mean, I, right. I, Nyquil, I Nyquil is separate from melatonin, and it does not I know, I know. contain melatonin. But well, what I'm pointing out to Fonzo is that Nyquil is people take Nyquil because they have a cold. Well, well, not, well, no. People take people take Dayquil for the cold. People take yeah. Nyquil for the cold and to help them sleep. And to sleep. And yeah, one of the correct. right. And so it's a Nyquil is a concoction of three chemicals. One of them is a cough suppressant. One of them was is a um, decongestant, and one of them is an antihistamine. The antihistamine yeah. is known to put you know to make people drowsy. Like Angie said, which I didn't know, the uh, decongestant also has a side effect of making people drowsy, well, which is kind of what you're saying, Harley. Like some people, you know, is it a side effect? It's no. a side Mel effect. Right. So that's what I'm saying is melatonin is the hormone that regulates the sleep-wake cycle. It is the main hormone. So it's not so like it's a the, side effect. Okay. So does, does melatonin have a brand name that you no, buy? No. It's just generic melatonin. Yeah, you go to the yeah. Put your ass to sleep, hill. Is what they call. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give me some of that for sure. Cause yeah, like, anytime uh, just, we go for like a long road so, trip. So, Tony, are you like super wired that you can't that you don't you don't uh, you don't like have enough like enough yes. like your body. I, be okay. I believe my main problem is that I've because melatonin the, the the your your the receptors that. are in your eyes for yeah. blue light. This is what Angie and I were talking about in the chat. Oh, with the glasses and shit. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like okay. blue light restricts melatonin production. And so in the evening, blue light is gone, right? Because mm -hmm. the sun's setting. And yeah. so that's what starts by, by the blue light being gone. Melatonin production is increased and that's how your body knows to go to bed. I'm pretty sure I screwed that whole system up by being in front of a computer 14 hours a day for like seven yeah. years. Mm. So I think that's my main problem. Um, most of us have an issue with that sleep cycle you know when is melatonin produced and blue light and it can be your it could be food it could be your diet it could be a everything you know there's so many different things kind of that can affect yeah. that cycle but taking it taking a pill for it does help some people some people it doesn't because it, they're it, like your body temperature during your sleep could be part of it. Your sleep apnea could be part of it. It might not be a, a hormone pro problem. It could be so another, you know, biomechanical problem. You know, you <laughs> snoring. You're you you're, you stop breathing. You, the you, like uh, your body temperature, your core temperature. That a lot of people that wakes them up, and so they have to adjust their their thermostat, or they take cold showers before they go to sleep, or they need less blankets or more blankets. You know that it's 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 damn. Sounds like you've tried all, all this. 
Yes, <laughs> I've been deep in the. <laughs> I've been deep in the weeds. So I was like, shit. So I was like that, and that was my weekend, y'all. God damn. <laughs> Just trying to sleep. Yeah. So what's so is this? So you're saying right now this is what's finally been helping. So it's the combination because I've taken melatonin before, um, uh-huh. and it wasn't like I can't. It's I, even though t- I take melatonin, I, I have trouble falling to uh, falling asleep. Mm. And then I've taken antihistamine before. Um, the Benadryl. Benadryl. It worked for a couple, like a week and a half. And then I started like not being able to sleep again. And then I increased the dose and then I was able to sleep one night. And then the next night I couldn't like, it's like I built a tolerance to Benadryl. Um, and that was just to help me sleep. And so NyQuil has a different type of antihistamine. And that one, like I barely take six milligrams. That's in the one capsule and it helps me fall asleep faster. Are so, you afraid it's going to do the same to that too? Like, your, yeah, your yeah, I do or? have, I do have that, um, concern, but so far, I've only been taking one capsule, and it's been working. Damn, your ins- your insides is just fucking, um, just like you, man. Fucking, uh... <laughs> it's a, it's just, it's it's my sleep, <laughs> and, and, yeah. You know, we're just a, we're just a bag of chemicals, and mine are just fucked up. But you know how you're like so tenacious, and like you know, your fucking body seems it's just <laughs> your sleep happens the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, experiment with that, Harley. Uh, get get like a five milligram pill, and you can cut it well, up. Well, I've had so, like, I can attest. Um, I'll take Nyquil if I'm sick, and it helps me sleep through the mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're talking about the temperature and stuff. Like, most people, if they have the flu, they wake up constantly because they got the cold sweats and shit. Right. right. If I take a, and I'll take like a heavy dose, like double the dose of what's recommended. <laughs> um, yeah. Dude, I am out like a do light you, ten so the, plus hours. So the big question is, do you feel rested when you wake up? Well, I'm, uh, you know, most of the time, uh, and that's been years since I had to do it because right. I haven't had the flu. Because you're sick, and I know it's hard to tell. Like, am I rested? Do I not feel well because yeah. I didn't rest, or because I'm sick? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I have no problem falling asleep. Ah, uh, okay. Um, in the only nights that it takes me a few extra minutes to fall asleep is after the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, no matter how late it's it goes, nice no matter how tired I am, I'll routinely be like, it'll take me 15 minutes to fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, normal nights, it takes me two minutes to fall asleep. Wow. I can go to bed at nine o'clock at night. I can stay up till one o'clock in the morning. It's three minutes. I'm asleep. Now, one of the tricks that I've done for the in the last. What do you do? Count sheep? What do you do? Oh, I just fucking shut my brain off. I'm able just to go to sleep. His brain's like already close to off. I mean, I'm already fucking brain dead as it is, you know, so what the fuck? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, And like I said, I routinely stare at my phone until moments before I go to bed. We. What Most you, of the time, Tony was watch saying TV. That, right, that's what I mean. Some people are affected yeah, and some people aren't. Good. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, we watch, we watch TV uh, or movies in bed mm. up until moments before we fall asleep. Yeah, it's like that um, thing where people say they, they have to turn the TV on and then they, it helps them go to sleep. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Uh, that's, weird. Yeah, my ex used to have that issue. Um, uh, I used to wake up in the middle of the night frequently like two or three times mm-hmm. uh, to go pee. 
And then I thought, shit, I hope I'm not having prostate problems, you know, because I'm starting to get into that age where we could start having prostate issues. Um, and then I started wearing earplugs. Hmm. And now I sleep through the night. I usually have to wake up once to go pee. Uh, but some of it was my, my was Chris and her snoring. So, hmm. uh, But now that I wear earplugs, I, I sleep soundly through the night. Hey, Tony, what if you get one of those... Um... Things you can float in water and they close it like a coffin. Dude, I would love to try that. Like, Dude, I would. We, we, I, we were literally just talking about it at the gym today. I'm like, sound. I so badly want to try sensory deprivation chamber. Yeah, just Dude. quiet, like you're floating. Like, I wonder if that would just turn off everything with you, Tony. You the, 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 I thought I, the main issue is that it's my brain <laughs> that needs to shut off, and sensory deprivation yeah. might let my brain go into overdrive. Yeah. Because that's what I've heard. Like, if you. you if you're in there long enough, your brain will yeah. start, start hallucinating because if you're not receiving sensory input, your brain kind of freaks out and starts inventing its own sensory input and you hallucinate shit. So it's a way to trip. I'm, so that's wow. why I'm down. Sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. So well, it seems like you need yeah. an upgrade there, Harley, huh? Yeah, dude. So, so anyway, yeah. Thank you for the chance. So, you had saw this, Tony. Did you see this? Movie? I have not. I have not. Dude, you, right? you have to see this. <laughs> this movie was badass. Like, I was like, like the second it started playing, I was like, all right, cool. Like it, and then like the, you know, sort of halfway through that first act, Tony would have a I'm fucking like, fun time with it. Dude, I'm I'm serious. It is really. Not only is like the subject material, subject material, subject matter, like interesting. Um, it's kind of a different take on the um, the sort of genre or the the idea of the sort of bioengineered human being. Um, there, there's one element with the with the guns implants. I don't know. I thought that was kind of cheesy. Um, but you gotta have that. Yeah, no, that's all good. Um, but uh, you know, the idea that I mean, we can, I can kind of talk a little bit of spoilers. Uh, guy becomes paralyzed. He gets an implant on his spine, right? That uh, can kind of be the go-between between his brain and his limbs. So this implant can uh, tell his muscles to fire. So it's like, right? So he's a, he's a quadriplegic. And now all of a sudden he can, he can move. Well, what he finds out though is the, the, um, the implant is also AI and kind of can, can kind of function by itself if he allows it to. Well, when he allows it to function by itself, he's kind of superhuman. Not not in the sense of he can he's not Wolverine, but imagine if you had a supercomputer controlling your muscles, right? It, it it's almost like the Alexa matrix. roundhouse kick. Oh shit! <laughs> For real? Well, Alexa throw the, punch. Right? Yeah. Well, that's right. Don't know how cool. to do that. And then, and then, uh, I don't know if it's Lee Wannell. Um, Lee, Lee Wannell. Lee Wannell. 
Yeah. He does some really cool cinematography with the fight choreography. So, like, the fight sequences were really cool and original, and I really dug that. Well, for, like, then, example, Tony, where, like, he's, like, you know, he's learning that he can do this, right? And some guys are, like, fighting him. And so they kind of takes over at it. It takes over. So he just starts dodging everything. And so he's kind of like standing there in his body, but it's, the thing is moving in for him. So he's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he's dodging everything, right? And he's able to block everything. <laughs> and he's just like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Yeah. So then he's like, oh, I can, I can punch right here. I can do this. Boom. And then he's like, he starts to use it for his advantage. Like, oh, okay. We can work together. Right. But he has this conflict. It's almost like Venom in a way. Right, Harley? It does. It does. Well, ironically, the actor looks exactly like Tom Hardy. Like Tom Hardy. (laughs) So that's the thing. Yeah. And it does have that. But this is way better. This movie's way better than Venom. (laughs) Like, uh, this is like a borderline Slater for me. Wow. Um, Yeah. The soundtrack uh, was really, really good too. it was ironically, it was kind of reminiscent of of uh, twenty forty nine. Um, who did that? He who did that? Um... Well, for an upgrade, it was uh, Jed Palmer, which I'm not familiar with. Uh, but for twenty forty nine, it was it was Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like a really cool score. You know the 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 only thing that I didn't like about the movie too short. It huh. creates this really unique near future right mm-hmm. where autonomous cars and you know you know what we see what we what kind of envision technology is yeah. going to do you know um but then this guy's uh, uh what are they called a neophyte or something where he, he hates technology like he yeah. doesn't want a fucking cell phone and uh yeah man i had a lot of fun with this movie it was it was awesome um, nice. You know that the villain was uh, underdeveloped, but the movie's like an hour and twenty minutes or something. It's right it's to really, it, man. It's really short, and it really tries to balance this between kind of an action flick and sort of like a, a kind of a crime drama, almost crime thriller kind of thing. Oh, There's it's some got the revenge aspect. You yeah, know? yeah, it's got the revenge. It also has. Um, kind of his horror roots, so it's got some oh, really yeah. good uh, horror yeah. elements to it. So badass death scenes. Yeah, yeah. So like, it doesn't. It... Well, he wrote Saw, Tony. Yeah, yeah. Did well, he, and he, did he co-direct it too? No, James Wan directed it. I thought he like caught that they both directed it. But him and James Wan like they're like tight. So like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lee Winnell so... is in Saw. He's the guy in the room. Yeah, yeah. He's the actor in it. Yeah, yeah. Carrie yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, um. So, anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a blast yeah, with this. I totally watched it again. Yeah. Uh, Tony, you should totally check it out. It's a short movie, um, but it's it's cool. It's it's um, it. yeah. No, I had a blast with it. So. Right on. Cool. And then uh, I'll say real quick, uh, we watched the Blob. In, yeah, uh, how'd that come in, up? Was it on Halloween or? Uh, yeah, I, I brought it up a couple of weeks ago with Mazzy. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about it. Oh, because she had like this tub of shit, tub of goo. And I was like, dude, that looks like the blob. And she was like, what's the blob? I'm like, the blob's like the awesomest 80s horror movie. And she's like, could I watch it? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? And we talked, we we reviewed it on the podcast a couple of years ago. Actually, it's probably like seven years ago or some shit, right? Yeah. Um, I always had a huge crush on Shawnee Smith. Oh, there you go. Oh, speaking and, uh, of Saw Connection, there you go again. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, she's in the second one, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, 
Damn, look oh, yeah, at you. She got a guy MDB up? Damn, you got an upgrade and shit? God damn. <laughs> so, so, this shit. Motherfucker no, got an upgrade no. while he was in. What, the, what, what did you do over there? I <laughs> so, <laughs> got some implant we don't know about, Tony. I, so, IMDB uh, chip. Yeah, he went all the way out there and he still can't fix his goddamn internet, though. Oh, yeah, it's going to get me started on that. So, um. A homeboy anyways, from Robocop's in it. Uh, who? Were you a college boy or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. He just got a cameo. He's in it for a minute. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is a remake of like the 60s. Well, the thing I like about this movie mm-hmm. is, spoiler alert, Kevin Dillard's sweet mullet. They, yeah, no shit. They off, they off like the who should be the hero. Like, boom, halfway through the first act. Like, they just, they just, they just nape his ass like real quick. And so, all too long ago, I don't remember. Gotcha. So I know we talked about it on the podcast. Maybe I just watched it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I remember seeing this when I was a kid and fucking yeah. st- it's sticking with me. You know, watching it as an adult, like from critical, like it's it's a terrible movie. Like, oh, come on. I mean, some of the special effects are pretty bad. Some of the oh. practical effects are really good. This fucking uh, guy. Did you, did you hear that, Tony? You see how quickly he said that? Well, no, no, like the, the effects are really bad. Oh, but the practical effects are really no, good. Some of some of the effects oh, are really gotcha. bad. Okay. Um, especially at the end when it's like it gets all big and shit. Yeah. It's, it's a, but uh, the practical effects are pretty good. Um, I mean, it's a straight up good old school horror flick, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is like a total guilty pleasure for me. I, I love the shit out of this movie. This is well, what a magic thing. You know, it was funny. We we started watching it, and that scene where the good guy gets it in the in the uh, um, in the hospital, where he's like reaching out, and she grabs his arm, and then it come it rips off, and you can see his face and like the eyeballs suck in, and you can see like the blood. She freaked out. She's like, "Okay, I can't watch it. I'm done." <laughs> and we were in Paris when that oh. happened. We were literally in Paris, so she was oh, tired and shit. Yeah. So we were literally like doing the whole tourist shit the next day, and she's like, "You know, Dad, I think I could finish the the blob if you wanted to." And I was like, "Are you <laughs> sure?" She's like, "I think I could make it." And I was like, "Okay, that might have been the worst scene." You know, I'm trying yeah. to remember is, you know, and sure enough, it's probably the most egregious. And uh, so, sure enough, she watched it. So we watched right it on. the next night, had a good time with it. So she give it a dollar. Uh, yeah, she would definitely give it a dollar. So nice. I give it a high dollar. Nice. Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. But yeah, that was that was literally all I watched. Um, she watched uh, Spider Man: Far From Home, mm-hmm. and I watched I think about the first hour of it, yeah. uh, and I fell asleep, and um, I couldn't. I just didn't have the interest to rewatch to to finish watching it. Um, it was boring Shocker. me. Shocker. It was boring me to death. So um, I'll have to make a point to finally one day watch it. Um, so I can't review it. But um, the first the first hour was a waste of time. It's <laughs> fucking good. But uh, yeah, other than that, nothing. Um, I did watch the first episode of, uh, of whatever that fucking show was, which was interesting. <laughs> Uh, oh, are you watching the Good Boys yet? The Boys. No, the Boys. Sorry, no, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm gonna get a chance. I don't think I'm gonna get to it. 
Um, you know what I did do? You know what my trick is? Is, uh, you know, because you don't have internet on the plane, uh, but you have crazy good internet at the airport. Um, I downloaded a bunch of YouTube videos. Mm. You know, so I watched like three, four hours of YouTube videos <laughs> just on all the shit that's interesting to me. So um, that was kind of like what I was able to do, keep myself busy. You know? I watched a lot of episodes of The Boys right there. Yeah, I, 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 I'm never, I'm never, um, almost never a binge watcher of television shows. Um, like I said, Chris wanted. No one thing you got to binge. No one thing you got to binge. Just watch one or two, and you'll get you'll get hooked. Watch the first episode. Yeah. All right. By next week, just watch the first. And if you don't like it, it, then that's it. You're done. The boys, Amazon Prime. Watch one episode. If you're good, I'm sure it's good. Well, we told you it was good. You want to press this? All right. So that's all of them? Yeah, yeah that's it. That's it. Good. All right. Well, then me and uh, Amy wanted to watch something. I was like, uh, let me find something like in the vein of yesterday. We watched yesterday. We really liked it. So I came across this one movie. I went to like the new releases on my Plex and came to a movie that was in 2018 called Hearts Beat Loud, starring Nick Offerman and... Uh, uh, Kiersey Clemens and then Tony Collette's in it for a little bit too. And uh, yeah, Nick Offerman, if you guys know him from Parks and Rec, he plays Ron Swanson. He uh, owns this record store in Brooklyn called Red Hook Records. And the landlady is Tony Collette, who's raised up the rent. So he's going to have to pretty much, you know, close down the shop because he's not making enough money. Um, he's In the very beginning, he's like smoking a cigarette and the guy's like, hey, I don't think you can smoke in here. And he's like, what? <laughs> So the guy gets all pissed off, walks outside, and he and uh, Nick Offerman puts his headphones back on, and the guy's like comes back in and says, hey, "I just bought this on Amazon for a lot cheaper, right?" And that's the problem, right? With stores, with any, with a bunch of stores, right? They're going out of business. Um, you can just go on Amazon on your phone and buy something right then and there, and it's cheaper. And and yeah, it sucks, right? You don't you, you don't get and that. And experience a drone of, like, delivers go, it to you right on the spot. What's that? And a drone comes up and delivers it exactly. You right? drop it off right to you right then and there. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, there's no conversation, you know, talking to the snooty people that work at the rec store and they're picky, you know, always like, uh, right. Like, you know, when you buy something like I, I, I miss that though. Like when I was younger, a music trader, I was like, oh man, if I buy this, are they going to give me shit about it? You know, but it's always like wanting to hear, or you hear other people conversation, you know, fucking snobby music fans, you know, like they'd be talking about bands they like or whatever. Like when I always had to have like the bigger dick and then to who's better or whatever. But just, but you don't get that vibe in when you're just going into store. Like same with VH, you know, movie stores, all that stuff, right? Different stores. But yeah, so this one, he's got a. He was in a band with his wife, and then unfortunately uh, passed away. So I have this daughter who's about to go to college, about to go to UCLA to be a doctor. So she's doing her homework, and she's doing really good. And um, dad comes over to the house, and like, hey, let's just jam real quick. And he's like, ah. she's like, oh, I got, I'm really busy. But you know, you can tell it's the thing they do together. Um, so they jam once and she's had the song in, in mind, uh, and he really loved it. So he, they, they put beats to it and they, uh, he puts it on Spotify. It starts getting the rotation on this indie music, um, playlist. And, uh, and he trips out when he's at a coffee shop and he hears it. So he's constantly wanting to bring, uh, put a band together. You know, it's like 20 years past and she's kind of like, come on, dad, this shit's over. You know, you had, you did it. You did it. You did your thing. Now you're trying to do it again with me. It's like, no, I want to go to LA and be a doctor. And it's just this, you know, 
back and forth between him and her, and then she's got a girlfriend, and it's just, it's just, you can tell it's got this totally indie movie. There's not a big budget. It just takes place in certain locations, and uh, it's really, it's really neat. It's really like you know, good-hearted, you know, nice relationship with the father-daughter. You could probably appreciate that. Harley would probably dig that. Nick Offerman's just great. He's just cool. I like him from Parks and Rec. So it was an easy watch. Um, I didn't get the same feel like I did like yesterday because I guess maybe it's just the Beatles songs. But the songs that did did right, they were they were pretty catchy and they're pretty cool. Um, the girl looks just like Tessa Thompson, like a real, like a young Tessa Thompson, which was kind of funny because she plays like a musical artist in Creed. So it was like kind of throwing me off. Even Amy too because she had just seen Creed too and she was like, yeah, this she looks just like her. I'm like, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's, you know, it's a neat movie. It's fun. Um, hearts beat loud. I'm going to give it a dollar. Enjoyed it. I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, oh, but I forgot for Friday night movie night, I took a uh, crew cause he saw a trailer for this movie and then he wanted to see it. And I'm like, huh, that's the first time he actually says, hey, I want to see this. I want to see this. I'm like, all right, all right, we'll go see it. Um, the movie calls is countdown. You guys see the trailer for this or heard of this? Mm-hmm. Where uh, you download an app and it'll tell you the exact moment you're gonna die. Hmm. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so it's got like his like written all over. He wants like you know, he's in the horror. It's it's, uh, it's got an app. It's all technological based and it's called Countdown. You download it. Everyone's having a good time at a party and like, oh look, it says I'm gonna live 63 years. I'm like, I got 57. And like, everyone's like, ha ha. And the main protagonist, who's a nurse, she hers says she's only got like four days, I think, or something, or two days. And she's like, what? So she's like, yeah, whatever, right? And this all, all the things start happening where the one girl in the very beginning of the party, that when she downloaded hers, she said she only had like a day or something. And uh, so she was freaking out. Um, and then her drunk boyfriend takes her home. He crashes. The passenger seat had a big old tree branch go through, but she decided to walk home because she didn't trust him. Um, but death comes for her and takes her out in the very beginning. You're like, oh, right. shit. Wait, so, I've seen this movie. Final Destination? Exactly. Yeah. It's totally yeah. It's it's got it's to- and I was telling the crew that I was like this toll has a final destination feel to it. So, but yeah, just with the little you know with the twist and uh, it's got actual like so death actually has a form which is really yeah. cool. Are there like microtransactions you can delay it by like minutes? <laughs> you can buy your you can buy you more can buy time. Some... Well, that's funny because they try to delete it. It won't delete. Um, they go to a, a like a cell phone place and guys like a hacker. He and there's and then I'm like, oh shit, Tony's gonna like this. Dude's programming it, trying to change the code. He extends the time. So like, oh see, look, we hacked it. We're good. They change the time, you know. They expand it, and uh, it's like, nope, it goes back. And even and even even crew like he hadn't even never seen Final Destination. He just kept whispering to me, he's like, you you can't cheat death. You can't cheat death. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude, you can't, you know. And uh, and PJ Burns is in it too, which I love. He was in um. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. You've seen him a lot. If you see his face, you you know he did a voice in the Legend of Korra, which I, I so I'm always a fan of him. Um, he plays like a priest, and he's like super nerdy, geeks out. He's got all these tons of books, and uh, they they seek his help. Um, so so not the, not this not the cool death scenes that you get with Final Destination, um, but but it is it does have that same feel where you're like oh shit you know you keep checking your phone you know and it's, it's telling you how much closer it is and. Uh, and death keeps creeping up and you trying to get you. It was funny, like the the group that was there was like uh all like young kids. It was so funny. I was like the oldest guy there. <laughs> like the there's like four kids in front of me, like a whole like like four Mexican kids, all ranging from like sixteen, I would guess, sixteen, fifteen. And then the white kids behind me, they were like uh same and then some one of them was like a little younger. But I'd say crew was the youngest. So we were like the youngest oldest group. 
And uh, it was just funny that all these seats around us, everyone was sitting in the middle, right? So it was four in front of us, four in the back. Mexican kids were the complete quietest the entire time. They didn't say a word. The white kids in the back, oh, my gosh, they were whispering, talking, moving around the whole time. I'm like, oh, it's so funny, the, the difference, right? Um, but it was funny. It was just that that it hits that niche audience. It was like that demographic from that with age because they've never seen Final Destination. To them, this is like brand new. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they were all having a good time. The kid, the girls in the back were screaming, hollering. They're they're you know, jumping to the jump scares and everything. And um, Cruz almost like he's almost like too cynical now, where he knows like jump scares and he's kind of like getting the formula, which is funny. Or one part where he goes, uh, oh oh, oh I seen this in the trailer. I seen this in the trailer. Watch this. So he already knew, but it didn't <laughs> affect him yet, which is funny because I was telling him how you guys don't watch trailers, you want to be surprised, you know. Right. So he kind of looked at me like, oh, interesting. But it doesn't like affect, it doesn't bother him, you know, because he remembers seeing something in the trailer. He goes, oh, this is the trailer. I'm like, oh, interesting. It didn't bother him. So he was, he kind of already knew what was going on. It was kind of funny. I was like, how many times do you see this trailer? Um, so it was just fun. It was fun that he wanted to go see a movie in the theater. And I told my way, I'm like, this, dude, I'm like, dude, this will be on Plex like in like two weeks or something. Let's just wait, right? Um, but I got paid and I was like, you know, uh, it's, it's, Friday. I'm off, I was off, um, this Friday because it was the day after Halloween. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna surprise him. I'm gonna take him because he really wanted to see it, and it's cool that he actually wants to see a movie in the theater. So I'm like, I'm excited for that. So I'll take him. And um, yeah, we had a good time with it. It was fun. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't any groundbreaking movie, but the time that we were in there, a few minutes, it was fun. It was, you know, it uh, um, it was just fun uh, experiencing it, like in the theater with was him, and, and he was still a bit. Experience a dollar. Oh, that's a good question. Let's see. Because you keep talking about the experience, but not the movie. Well, I just keep bringing it up. Yeah, I know. I just keep bringing it up because it was just a, just a fun time. But, yeah, like, I, I mean, I wasn't bored the whole time. Like, I, I you know, I, it wasn't, like, mad. Or I was like, oh, man, I wish it does for a little bit more. But I, I believe it was PG-13. So it did its, it's trick. PG-13, yeah. 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 I really dug the demon look. It was a really cool look to it. Like, I liked that they, they gave Death, like, a look, which I dug. So, um, yeah, if I watched this at home or if I watched it um, without him, I – I, I had a good time with it. Um, I made a mistake of showing him a YouTube review that didn't like it. He really hated it. So I was like, I, and I thought I was going to discourage him. And that felt bad. I was like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Fuck, he really wanted to see that. I felt like an asshole. Um, yeah, 5.3 on IMDb. Yeah, exactly. So he it, it, it didn't discourage him. We still wanted to see it. We saw it. We liked it. We'll buy it for a dollar. Nope. I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, let's see. So, do, 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 what's that? Yeah, that, so that, so that, yeah. And then, am I missing one? Did I write some? Oh, yeah. Uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. I've uh, been hearing really good things about it. The moment I saw that, um, the trailer, I was like, oh, yeah, I gotta watch this. Um, this one totally has that indie feel. Um, Shadow Buff is fucking fantastic in this. He's great. He's just, uh, he just, I think he just chooses roles really well too, isn't like you know, ever since Transformer, you know, aside from his wacky shit he's done, you know, from publicity stuff or you know, those memes, you know, like uh, do it and shit like that, right? Or he's watched a bunch of movies in the theater. Um, but when he's on screen and he, when he's fucking, when he acts, he fucking acts his ass off. And he's great in this. Um, you guys know about this movie? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, doesn't he play like an autistic person or something? Yes. Yeah, he's got Down syndrome. Yeah. And he oh, keeps he he keeps wanting to escape. <laughs> he's uh his uh parents left him, and uh, the the city had to kind of um put him somewhere. And the only place they can put him was a retirement home. So his friends Bruce Stern, you know, and he's always watching the same VHS over and over again with his with his uh 
favorite wrestler played by Thomas Hayden Church, who plays the Saltwater Redneck. And he's got a Saltwater Redneck wrestling school. And um, and Zach Gotsigan, who plays Zach, he just wants to go there. He wants to go so bad. So he keeps escaping. He escaped and got caught. <laughs> In the very beginning, he escapes and he sees him fucking get tackled from the side. It's hilarious. Um, so he, they put him back and he, he just he just uh bruce turn helps him escape and uh, he's out he's off and running in the middle of the night in his fucking underwear it's a funny ass scene because the way he's running it's hilarious um shia labeouf he's kind of just uh uh just down on his luck his um you could tell it looks like uh which is funny which is great casting john bernthal um who plays uh mark he, obviously he, i from what i feel because they didn't really talk about it he plays his older brother who passed away and looks just like him i mean like that's perfect casting it's funny because I think they worked on Fury, the movie Fury together. And um, so he's down his luck. He's doing the side jobs, but he's uh, getting in territory where he shouldn't be getting crabs. And the, and the guy that works with him is to, warning him that you don't be doing that. You, you're taking work from other people. Sure enough, John Hawks and uh, the rapper Yellow Wolf is in it, who plays Rat Boy, with all his tats up and all his tats and his dirty clothes. He fits right in. And you know, John Hawks, you look at him, he always plays a grimy dude. He's just like uh, perfectly casted, too. He, um, they're, they're after him. Shiloh owes him some money. So he's on the run. He comes across Zach. They, they form a bond together. He tells him he wants to go to that wrestling school. He's like, well, look, it's on my way to Florida. I'll take you there. And they form this great bond. And in the meantime, uh, what's her name? Dakota Johnson plays Eleanor. She works at the retirement place. She's been taking care of him. So she, it's her responsibility. So she's, so she's after him. And it's just this cool, like, road trip movie with these two guys and, this friendship they bond and it's it's just a it's just a really cool feel good movie got some cameos from some old school WWE legends on here um and it's just a fun time man it says adventure comedy drama 7.99 mdb it's it's really good i like i said Shiloh was great the code was great the, the guy too the play zach he's great some of his fucking one-liners man just uh, it's it's great cool like um in savannah georgia so it's got this like cool like little this um i don't say the banjo music i guess but kind of you know like that score it's got that music it's got that feel of it um so yeah peter bonfile yeah highly recommend it tony i'm sorry i took your pick if you were gonna pick it (laughs) but uh yeah it's easily like it's such a fun easy watch i could watch it again um that it's close to a slater and uh, i could easily when we start doing our top 10 this is easily going to be up there Wow. Um, so yeah, so very high buy for dollars for Peanut Butter Falcon. I'd buy that for a dollar. Titles are original. Oh yeah. Oh, it's funny. You, yeah, you know, you'll yeah. When you watch it, you know why. Mm. It's funny. Well, all so, right then. Yeah. So real quick, Tony, um, I wanted to see if you can find the song on YouTube. And if you just type in Home Depot theme. I don't know if this is new internet craze or TikTok memes or whatever, but all last week, um, Tony, oh, I'm sorry, Tony, uh, Cruz been wanting to hear this, this, this song. And it's a home. De- have you guys ever, oh, you guys don't watch TV, so you know the commercial, right? There it is. So there's this thing, <laughs> and there's all these memes from it now, <laughs> Home Depot theme. So when he's walking, he's driving, he's on his hoverboard back and forth. I'm playing it on my phone because Bluetooth to his hoverboard. And it's just playing this song. So there's this 10 hour mix. I would play it like on the, on the way to school. I'd play the song. <laughs> um, Is and, the guys uh, dancing? Oh, uh, well, yeah. There's, well, there's, I could think one of the videos has three guys dancing to it. But yeah. there was just one, this 10 hour mix I found. 
And there's one that was like a live version of it where like every time I go on to it, it's like eight people are watching it. Huh. And it just continuously plays and like the comments are hilarious where like all the dislike are from Lowe's employees. Um, you know, um it's the national anthem for construction workers. Did you find it the ten hour the ten hour one? There's a lot of ten hour range? ones. There's not oh. just one. Just play one. It was funny because one of them was like, uh, "Oh, you, you, there it is." Is that that? That's it. You guys asked for the hammer, it, the hammer sound effect, and it's there. See, it's funny because if you you guys don't have TV, so you don't ever see the commercial for it, right? Okay, so that means funny for it's like because. I don't know if you guys ever taken your kids or gone when you're little to Home Depot. And you can help. You can build a birdhouse. They'll have like a little oh, workshop. I've read about it. Yeah, yeah. So I have a little workshop. So this one meme on TikTok where it's like uh, they're playing a the theme in the background. It's like it's like yo, Timmy's birthday birthday or you know birthday. Uh, we're gonna make a bird box bash at Home Depot. Byos, bring your own screwdriver. Byo, bring your own hammer. It's gonna be lit. It's just so random. Like I don't get these fucking memes, but. The song is just hilarious. He's playing it. He just jams on it. And it's just, and then I told my sister about it. She goes, what is this? Is this this new internet craze? She goes, I can't keep up. I'm like, you can't keep up. It's like every week he's, I'm talking to him. He has something new. It's fucking hilarious. But that's the theme right there, man. It's Home Depot theme. That's my song of the week right there. <laughs> Jam on it. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your own hands. picking this up at 9 a.m. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It was like me and my boys walking into Home Depot, you know, and they're dancing to that song. Right. Gotta love the internet, right? And... Yeah. But I do have a dancey one where it's um, it's a dub mix where it's like uh, let's see if I can find... oh, is that a remix? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew I knew that they'd come, they'd uh, remix it. Of course. Yeah, you ever heard the song "Push the Feeling"? Uh, maybe. Okay, so the video that actually was it was uh, uh, this guy uh, that watches my YouTube videos. He sent me this on Instagram, and, um, and uh, no, but this is this one makes Tony. This Not guy. that one. Uh, no, we're gonna send it. I think it's a, yeah, yeah. Um, dude, it just hyped me up. I, I oh, think I might have are you talking about the? Are you talking about the Mufasa one? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, we, we posted. You guys posted it on the chat. I did, right? Yeah. 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 Saturday, Sunday, what? Hyped me up, man. Put a smile on my face every time. You get out of the car and dance. Oh, dude. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, uh-huh. dude the, the comments are like, uh, are hilarious. Like, dude, I, I think I found the cure for depression out here, folks. Because hype man too is the best too. This driver yeah. friend. They're both just like, oh, dude, it's hilarious. And the song's catchy, too. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It's classic. Someone wrote all the comments of what the hype man says. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. What? 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 <laughs> and just dancing, man. It's just so great. Oh, dude. Just cracks me up. So yeah, that's that. I got two songs for y'all right there. Choose whatever you want to hype you up and get you ready for the Monday blues for tomorrow. <laughs> but this one definitely got to get played on Friday. You've heard that song before, Harley? Oh yeah, it's oh, been it's remixed. Classic. It's been remixed dozens of times in oh, okay. the annals of dance music. Yeah, okay. Annals or annals? Annals, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Both. 
Both, exactly. Yeah. But my favorite part of the video, he goes, no, you didn't. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. And then, yeah, I, you know, there's just these, there's a different world they live in, right? Where like, uh, this meme culture, like the, there's a, you who was talking about the Joker meme on the stairs. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, there's so many memes with a Joker on the stairs. And I'm like, what? Sure, I go down a rabbit hole YouTube. And sure enough, so it's him going downstairs. But they also have um, uh, Tobey Maguire from Spider-Man 3. <laughs> like one of his poses. Remember that goofy-ass dance he does in part three? Oh, yeah. When yeah. he's got eye shadow on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they nice. got him like yes. on the stairs too. Awesome. Yeah, yeah so the memes were like, uh, when, when, when you and your boy finally get the smart kid in trouble at school or something or you finally make the substitute teacher you know just shit like that dude it's just oh it's so funny i never get it but when you sit there and start watching them all you know that that uh there's a bunch of them you know because <laughs> they got a picture of uh so there's one a meme compilation on youtube it's got joke on the stairs it's got peter parker it's got drake from that one video <laughs> It's got John Travolta. <laughs> He's got a bunch of people on the fucking stairs dancing. <laughs> oh, so oh. funny. So where are we at? Where are we at now? So you got the, I think we got, I think we got to get going, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Homework. Let's do the uh, homework. Huh? Yeah, let's do it. All right. <laughs> yeah. So I chose, I go, since, before we left, it was going to be Halloween, so I figured, you know what? Better time to choose a movie with the little zombies on us. Uh, <laughs> sorry, one of the memes, Tony, it's got, um, it's, it just holds one app to delete it, the rest of the apps. And it's a bunch of jokers and Peter's dancing on the stairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see it. I'll post it. You see it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, get, you get distracted, you start watching them all now. <laughs> yeah. So I chose the movie called, is it, not The Little Monsters with uh, Homeboy Fred Savage. Fred Savage, yeah. Mandel. You want to get that confused. This is 2019's Little Monsters. And uh, written directed by Abe Forsyth. We're, we're always huge fans of written director. It's written and directed by the same guy. Yeah, I usually uh, get a, a movie that the direct, it's the director's vision. It's what he wanted you to see. Exactly. Fewer uh Studios inter- interjecting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you know, with Zombieland uh, two coming out double tap and a bunch of um, zombie upgrades on your, you know, Call of Duties, zombie Walking Dead still on TV. So zombie genre hasn't gone away. It might no. have gone stale. It's like how much more different ways can you do it? You know what I mean? That's where you got to get super creative. Um, so the little monsters, we got a washed up musician teams up with a teacher and a kid's show personality to protect young children from a sudden outbreak of zombies. So when I saw the trailer for that, I'm like, huh, that looks interesting. I'm like thinking, oh, I could watch this with crew on Friday night. Then we watched it and I didn't realize how many curse words there were because fucking first time I watched it, I fell asleep. And then when I watched it again after, I was like, God damn, I let him watch that. I was like, fuck me. I was like, <laughs> I was like whoops. <laughs> So now if he curses at school, it's I got no one to blame on myself. So or Josh Gad's stupid ass. So um, so yeah. So this is comedy horror. Um, yeah, uh, I, I I've been talking for a while, but MCP hasn't. What did you think of Little Monsters, Tony? Uh, I'm still uh, yeah, um, Little Monsters. 
uh at first i was like am i watching the right fucking movie it's just fucking yeah. kids like like i mean i get it these kids are oh, monsters with the, with the relationship part <laughs> yeah, but the then i was like like all the kids yeah well yeah first the relationship the dude like just being a, a deadbeat boyfriend and i'm like yeah it's this this, this the zombies coming I did I, yeah <laughs> did, I, did i walk in the right room like uh <laughs> this is the wrong party yeah not 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 comfortable here. You walk back <laughs> with like Homer doing. Simpson in the bushes. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, like I saw Lupita Nyong'o on the cover. She's not here. I did. I had to. I had to double check. I went into IMDb. I was like, "Is that the same guy? Like, was that his face? Is that his like going to Laney? Is this the right guy?" Is, it did right take guy? a while, didn't it? Yeah, it took a while to no. kick in for for the for the good shit. No. <laughs> yeah. So that's that was the, that was that was my first impression. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, um, it was, it, it was cool to see that there was, it was self-aware enough to go like, Hey, are, are, like the mil- when, I mean, oh, spoiler I love that part. Yeah, thank when you the military for calls in and like, are they fast ones or are they the slow up? ones? <laughs> it's like, thank you. Yeah. Like, are they the fast ones or slow ones? Like yes, slow ones. Slow ones. Like, oh, oh, okay. Those, it's the slow ones again. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it works too in scenes where they have to escape too, so it's perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, the fact they brought that, I'd be like, cool. All right, you know, they're calling them zombies too, so you're like, okay, right, you know? right. So I mean, it it gives you that that zombie movie that we want, but it only gives you like fifteen minutes of it. Um, mm-hmm. It's only a ninety minute movie. Most of it is, you know, it's 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 the relationship, you know, the the guy trying to woo the girl. Um, so eh. Yeah, but he's an imbecile. Yeah, he's yeah, like, and I'm not in his corner. That's that's the big. See, here, here's my. Oh him. my god, so we're all in agreement then, because see, the hardest part for me watching the beginning, I'm like, this guy is a complete fucking asshole. This yeah, guy. yeah. The this kid. Is the protagonist. I'm like, I'm having a hard time rooting for this guy, and I'm talking about through almost a whole movie until oh, yeah. the very yeah, end. He he uh, never really because I was like, dude, this you. I'm like, this is, you're gonna have to really do something to turn it around. He he never really <laughs> redeems himself. Exactly. Oh, he only gets outdone by Josh Gad's character. Oh, you yeah. know. Well, that, I think that's why they make him extremely vile and just the most deplorable yeah. human being on earth. To where you're yeah. like, okay, you you're not. I guess you're not that bad, you know. Right. Like the the, the whole time, I, I'm in the kid's corner. The kid was cool, being Darth Vader, and he stayed in character at the beginning. Oh like, my through, gosh! Through, through that the kid, that kid was like, the best. He's like, hey, he calls the kid's name. Let's go. He's like, I'm not the kid. I'm Darth Vader, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Get it right. Oh. Dude, Tony, tell me you popped when he used the force, and the zombie bumped into the yes. fence and it yes, closed. Yes, the zombie bumped. He, I was like, fake. Yes, that's 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 a, a, the best way to do that. It, they, I do it. I know. Yeah, I was. Yeah. It was so clever. I it just brought a it put a big smile on my face. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, that was mm-hmm. perfectly done. And yeah. then his reaction, you don't even see his face, but he kind of just yeah, does because like, it's a, it's know? almost a scene like, that oh. if you blink, you'll miss it. And then right. like, and you're like. What 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 just happened? Like yeah, he's using the force, and then you blink the bump of the the fence, and then you're like, huh? You know, it's very very easy to miss, mm-hmm. but it's cool. It worked. Yeah. So yeah, no, to me, yeah. So yeah, um, and I thought um, Lupita Nyong'o was just perfect. Oh, she was awesome. just like she was awesome. her um her shiny bright yellow dress to contrast from her her, her dark <laughs> skin. It is purple. It is yeah. so black. She's yeah. so dark. Um. But um, she's just so adorable in her little ukulele and her singing her songs and her, and her fanny pack. Kids. 
the fanny pack. Yes. <laughs> Laney was like, "Look, you got a fanny pack," and I was like, "On a dress." I was like, "Yeah." So, yeah, so Laney was a fan. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. So yeah, yeah she's, no, she's the protagonist that you root for. Oh, absolutely. Yes, oh, absolutely. of course, absolutely. And then, and then even she goes off on him. You know, he's like, "Hey, dude, you need to grow up. You know, you're not in a band. You know, you're you know, your sister's been taking care of you. You man, know, she goes you off on everybody. Doing. What's that? She, she goes off on everyone. Oh yeah, she lays down the Josh, law left yeah. and right. Oh my gosh, yeah. Olaf in this movie is a motherfucker. Oh man, he, Teddy McGiggle, this, the TV, like the guy, he's yeah. just like, I'm a sex addict. I fucked a bunch of moms. I fucked your mom. I fucked your mom. He's just like the most, <laughs> oh God. Like when I, when you see, when she's got the kids and they're, they're trying to get in, he won't let them in. Oh, so yeah, so they go on a field trip, right? She's a, so she, she takes the kids to, what was it, what was it called? Pleasant, uh, Pleasantville or what was it called? Oh shit. The place yeah, they're going. Yeah, Do you remember? Yeah, some like place where they, you know, it's like, uh, uh, they got a they got a petting zoo, right? It's just like this cool place for the take kids on a field trip, and then uh, right next right next one was like almost like an army facility, <laughs> and uh, you get the zombie test, outbreak. testing testing facility. That's 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 place. right, that's right, and yeah, and you get the zombie outbreak, and you know, she as a teacher, she's got to take care of her kids. That's her job. Yeah, um, but then the yeah the kid's uncle he so yeah the kid the one we're talking about the protagonist the main guy. Who we just have a hard time rooting for, you know, which is kind of an interesting yeah, take too, right? Because you know, he's like, to be fair, we all know Australians are assholes, right? Exactly. Yeah. If it was New Zealand, we would automatically love them right away, right? It's just a no-brainer. He's not a New Zealander, though. He was clearly Australian. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah, shout out to the NZ, you know, but the Aussies, poof, you know. So, but yeah, he's the uncle of the kid, little Darth Vader. And, uh, you know, he's taking care of him. But even then, he can't even take care of him, right? In the very beginning, right? He's feeding him, almost gets sick. And he's like, dude, how incompetent are you? You know, you're how old, right? <laughs> so you, so every time like, he does something, he does something wrong, you just keep getting more mad. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, am I supposed to be rooting for this fucking guy? Because I'm having a really hard time. Um, but then Lupita comes on screen and she's like, okay, puts a smile on my face. And she's singing to the kids. And like, oh, these kids are great. And uh, one of my favorite, favorite scenes uh, I don't know if it's spoiler. If it is, I'm sorry because I gotta say it. I'm sorry. Okay, you can spoil this movie. What's that? It's okay. You can spoil this movie. Okay. There's so the 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 pay. Okay, I just I'll put it this way: the payoff to the kid who just wants to play putt putt golf <laughs> had me fucking rolling, dude. When it, when I finally saw him playing golf, I was fucking. I I was like, yes, that is just amazing. I fucking love that scene. It just it just because the whole time he's saying he just wants to play putt putt golf. Like, We're playing this game. We're playing this game. And the payoff to that was just great. I loved it. <laughs> Cracked me up. Uh, yeah, I had a hard time with this one. Um, I, I I don't disagree with everything you guys are saying. Um, there's some moments that bring a smile to my face. There's some there's some moments of chuckling. Um. But for an hour and a half, it it ends up. I, I struggle with it because um, Alexander England, England, yeah, Dave is an idiot, and he is throughout the entire movie, and he's on the screen the entire movie, and so and his fucking sagging ass pants <laughs> are around his fucking ankles the entire movie, and I'm like. And 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 the opposite of that is the Lupita character, Miss Caroline. She's she's 
charming and adorable and you know what's written for her is she's you know uh, in, she's patient to a fault and it is only till the very end does she kind of lose it and, and then she becomes a zombie killer sort of thing um the, the movie becomes kind of this hodgepodge of of um of, of different film elements like you pointed out the first half an hour is like this bad drama romance you know sort of that that whole chestnut we've seen done and done again um yeah forgetting sarah marshall comes to mind the first like 40 minutes of the movie um but we like that character he's we can empathize with him oh i don't know i can't stand him in that either in the beginning oh really yeah but and then it turns into the weird zombie movie, and it isn't a particularly good zombie movie. I mean, you know, um, there's nothing terribly memorable about the zombie it's not, element. It's not of all it. a zombie movie. I think it's more of a character with the the guy, you know, trying to redeem himself. Well, know, yeah, but he does take care of the kids. So he does at the end. Quiet. Yeah, it's uh, the arc. Yeah, not really. It's not much of it. It's the plateau until the very end. I'm pretty sure he changed um, his life around afterwards. <laughs> and at that point, I'm an hour and thirty minutes into this movie, and I've and the whole time I've been kind of checked out because it's like there's just not there. So yeah, for me, I I struggled. I, I didn't yeah, know my my biggest thing it. is like, okay, he he yeah he changed, but because there was fucking zombies, like. He probably wouldn't have changed any other way, so I'm not entirely in his corner. It's like, and and the biggest thing is that he's going to ruin this girl's life. Like she's she's engaged. Like she she was fine. She doesn't need this guy in her life, and now they're trapped in a quarantine. And spoiler alert, you know, it's like ah, I, I, I was I wasn't a fan. It's like let the guy let the guy die. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. So yeah, ultimately for me, it was a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. I have to admit, I watched it under the influence. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, so spoiler alert to my weekend. I had just come from a lunch uh, and I um, I was a bit buzzed. And so I, I, it felt like when I finished watching it, I was like, okay, yeah, that, that was kind of cool. But I felt like if I didn't have that... 11% stout in me um <laughs> i probably wouldn't have given it i wouldn't give it a dollar like it feels like it i if i were completely sober i would give it a waste of time but i'm going to give it a really low low dollar cuz that's how i felt at the end of it so drink drink first before you watch this kids i'd buy that for a dollar drink responsibly kids yeah drink moderation <laughs> Well, I like yeah, yeah, from the intro. Uh, I like the um, the porcupine mouth zombie. I like the, the the koala mascot zombie. I like the different takes on the. I was like, I just thought that was cool. That you know, they could have just easily painted all of them. I like that. I like that they changed some of them around. These gave them a little different uh, designs. I thought that was cool. I even like the Shaun of the Dead. I like when they're clapping and singing along to her. I was like, oh, they kind of going with the Day of the Dead feel. Where like they can still kind of hear and think a little ah, bit. I felt like they they just shoved that in and didn't do anything with it. Uh, I mean, I mean, well, oh, you knew there was going to happen afterwards once they got to the soldiers. So, you know, 
thought that was pretty funny. I, I thought it was just neat her too. Like, like here's this little teacher in her, in her, in her cute little yellow dress and it's got a bunch of blood and she calls it jam. And, uh, yeah, I thought she was great, especially seeing she's her in yeah. us and then seeing her in this way. Um, she's, she's, yeah, she was really cool. Um, so yeah, for me, I, I enjoyed it. I, I'm buying it for a dollar because I like, the hand puppet zombie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that, fucking awesome. That, that one, that one got me too. Yeah, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> all right. Well, let's see how they did, and uh, hopefully, they all called and remember to call in. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Those are buddy Art. And... Donaldo. This is Nalo. Good luck, everyone. You want to give the stats before I start playing them? Yeah, sure. Um, Angie and Art are tied with 31. D is 28. And Reed had that abysmal 20-point swing. So he's down to 17. Um, Fun. So just to recap, uh, uh, we're how many weeks into it? uh, One, two... Eight, nine-ish? Nine, nine weeks, give or take? Nine weeks into this season? And we're going to how many points? 3,061. <laughs> <laughs> just just wanted to remember, just a recap. <laughs> there we go. Here's yeah, I'm having a hard time here. Nobody saw the new Terminator movie, huh? Surprise Harley didn't go. I can barely stay awake, dude. I can't watch. Fucking go out to the movies. Alright, you ready? This will be 17 movies. Wow. We've, we've reviewed. Mm. Done. So. So, yeah, eight, eight weeks. But anyways, yeah. yeah. Start playing them. Fine. Hey, bad boys, I'm a kid. And I'm, I'm obviously a TV kid. Uh, <laughs> just judging by my accent. And uh, anyways, just this movie. And uh, it's called Little Monsters. And it's got kids in it. And it looks <laughs> pretty cool. And I'm going to see if I can watch it. Because it looks good. Um, <laughs> but I think that old... Man, Harley, he's gonna give it a dollar. Um, I think Tony, he'll give it a waste of time because he doesn't like kids. True. <laughs> At least monster ones, anyway. Or maybe he does. They're all monsters. Maybe he just doesn't like kids. <laughs> um, and Alfonso, uh, he's gonna give it a dollar because, uh, well, it's a it's a monster movie. Um, I'm not gonna bid any points on that. Because I don't want to. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Uh, that's a smart kid right there. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, he didn't. He didn't score many points without gambling. He only got two. Mm. 
You got me and Tony mixed up. Exactly. That was tough. Yeah. Ouch. Could be worse. All right. Next. All right, who's next? Mm-hmm. I know. Hope that your Halloween was very pleasant. Um, it's Angie. I'm apologizing for my voice being a bit extra raspy. I've come down with some sort of cold. It's horrible. Anyway, on to the homework for Little Monsters. Uh, Alfonso's going to give it to Slater. And CP's going to give it a dollar. And Harley is also going to give it a dollar. I, we are not going to be gambling this week. And, uh, yeah. We're going to try and study it out a bit. She salvaged the accent. Mm, She too got two points. So. There you go. 33 she's up to. That was tough. I mean, you know, maybe she's not the clear mind, you know. Find the sickness and also. Well, and it's tough because unless they watch this movie and you know, right? I think that. You th- so you're saying that's a big, big plus, right? You think it's very think helpful. So. Oh, yeah. Part, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did any of you? Did either of you watch the uh, trailer first? Nope. Or after or anything? Nope. Hmm. Yeah, I'd seen it before. I think I saw the trailer first. Yeah, I what? didn't see the trailer. Okay. How close was the trailer to what you actually saw? A lot, of, a lot of it. Because I was watching the trailer right now, and there's a lot of it. Yeah. So at least watch the right trailer. Feel. At least watch yeah, the exactly. trailer before you give your guesses. Yeah, the trailer yeah, yeah, gave you a good feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at minimum, watch the trailer. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. What's going on, bad boys? Hope all is well. Harley, welcome back. Thank you. Hope you had a good time. Pretty sure you did. Anyways, glad you're back. Um, yeah, onto the picks. Little Monsters. At first, I thought it was a reboot of the original one from the eighties, <laughs> but no, this this one looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> so mm. I'm gonna have to check it out. But I'm gonna say all three of you guys give it a dollar. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, a dollar for Little Monsters. Uh, Blade Runner twenty. Whoa, 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 whoa. Everybody gets two points. Yeah, I was getting the two points right now. Yes, he gets two points, but no accents. So. Mm-hmm. Puts him up to 30. Only there three points behind Angie. So let's see what Art's got. Hello, that was me, Felipe Pico, and for this week, and I want to know why Harley did not hit me up when he was over there, Betty, me, Felipe Pico, I would, uh, I'd probably ignore him and his family, but uh, you come to my town, you respect me, Felipe Pico, because uh, uh, that's what me, you lazy Americans have no, uh, uh, you don't know, have uh, no etiquette, you got no grammar, you, you don't know how to be polite. So, Felipe T, very bad you, Harley, but hopefully you had enjoyed that Felipe T town of uh, Paris. Uh, <laughs> does, he, does he think he, like, loses points if there's, like, silence in his call? Uh, <laughs> or if it's, like, too long. Well, it's one for he the accent. on a train holy now, so. Oh, is that like what it is? It's like the meth-addicted French dude. <laughs> he, he, yeah. he speaks as, fat as, as fast as his train is traveling? I think so, yeah. 
I was on. I was on a train that was going 180 miles an hour over there. Oh, see, that's how hard. That's well. That's how he sounds right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, enjoyed it. Anyway, uh, the whole one was my 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 you know that you know that one song with a little blue frog on on the motorcycle uh, no idea oh god I gotta find it because he goes ring ding ding ding, ding like ring, ring ding ding. Here we go, Axel. Yes, this guy. <laughs> That's what I, I kept thinking. That's what it sounds like. Oh, this song. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if I can find it. <laughs> this guy. That's what I heard. That's <laughs> heard. <laughs> Well, now you might encourage a bunch of people. That's it. <laughs> oh, man, that's all everyone's going to be playing. All right, here we go. Anything with Philippe Petit's name on it? Nothing. Huh? I, I couldn't find anything. So he's just like um, uh, what's his face? Yeah, the artist Banksy. Can't find him. Yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, you know, it's a big country. <laughs> um, uh, that just took him the lead. He's at thirty-four. Angie's at thirty-three. Oh, D oh, is oh, at oh. thirty, and Reed is at nineteen. Well, there you go. How do you think? That was um, interesting. Everyone kept thinking you guys were going to like it. Um, yeah. I mean, nobody guessed my waste of time. Yeah. So they should have. They should have. You know, taken into consideration you might be jet lagged. Right. Well, yeah. Oh, I promise you, I gave it a waste of time when I started. What when I was. When I watched it, not just now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so. All right. So I found like a an osteopath, Philippe Petit, um, in in Paris. Found uh, a business management co- consultant. No way. Philippe uh, Petit Philippe. Oh, oh yeah, Mark, you're you're like the, I, 
the I white pages. Did, I just did a um, Google Maps search. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So we can finally put a face to the or a picture. Uh, you could have gotten your, face to the voice. What's an osteo osteopath? What do they do? Mm. What does he do? What is profession? What does Philippines? Physical manipulation of muscle tissue and bones. So you could have gotten some some body work. Yeah. Oh. On the ball, right? All right. Is extra credit time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like it. I forgot I had that. Nice. Oh, I like it. Well, who chose it? I did. Uh, I saw this in the theater. I was um, not going to miss another Denis, Denis Villeneuve. Uh, Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Tony um, Relatives. Yeah, yeah. I was not going to miss. I, well, I miss Sicario in the theater. And then that ended up being like one again. of my favorite movies of the year. So, um, and it's fucking Blade Runner, right? So, um, pour it out. So, uh, yeah, you did, a, you did a rival too. Did you like a rival? I, I didn't. I it, it's not one of my. It's not my favorite. Hmm. Um, I enjoyed it, but it didn't knock me off my feet. It's another one of those I need to rewatch again. Well, he went from prisoners. Enemy, Sicario, Arrival. Well, and I I saw Prisoners. Prisoners was also my favorite movie of the year because that movie kicked my ass. Yeah. Um, so for all intents and purposes, this guy is like one of my favorite act- directors right now. There you go. Um, I look forward to seeing what he does with Dune. Um, you know, he's, it's, I mean, ironically, it's, it's, you know, he's bringing back um, a franchise by you know making a sequel or remaking it or whatever um you know you pointed out Fonzo, that this is in fact a sequel um but in a lot of ways it's it's kind of a reimagining what what wait what oh boy oh here you you got you're saying this movie is a remake no, 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 no. I, I said reimagining. It's because the movie is is you know twenty plus years or thirty five years or whatever the fuck the original came out. This movie is is it's just if if you didn't if the names weren't you know if you didn't have Harrison Ford's character in it, um, you. You know, it's it's like the movie that Fonzo went to the theater in. It's like that could have easily been called, um, you know, what the movie was was based on, but they changed the name because they didn't want. I'm, I'm no, but this literally on. ties into the first one. Yeah, what? it does. It does. No, and I'm I'm not arguing that it doesn't. Um, you call it a reimagined. You're not calling it a sequel. Well. Just because, from a visual standpoint, it no, the director said it's a sequel. I watched the extra. No, I know, and I'm not arguing that it's not a sequel. It is a sequel, but in a lot of ways, it's it's a very new film. It's it's very. Oh, okay. So so like you're saying, like normally a sequel will have 
a continuation in style and visual aesthetic. Yes, thank just, you. And this one, it, it, it's a departure. It like steps it up. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's okay. very contemporary. And obviously the original was contemporary of its time too. But, you know, again, that movie is... When does the fucking first Blade Runner come out? I think it lends itself to the idea that it's been 20 years. The idea that technology's improved. Everything's improved. You can see it, you know, and... In the movie itself, they have flashbacks and memories of the past with older technology, you know, and, and they reference the, you know, the, the memories and how sometimes they're fractured and whatnot. And now it's all polished and newer. You know, that's 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 how technology moves. Sure. Yeah, so you got the same writer from the first one, too. Yeah, that's cool. Um, they, I think part of it is I'm not a huge fan of the original. Um, I think it's overrated. Um, mm-hmm. I I think it's got kind of this cult following. It's early Ridley Scott. Even it's Ridley Scott's confirmed that he said the same thing too. He's like, you know, people didn't get it at the time, and then now it's you know it's. Kind and of then they have all the cuts. You know, they have all the different cuts. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the big question is: Is Decker a, a replicate himself? Mm-hmm. And um, it it raises a bunch of questions the the world and and i think um 2049 does a really good job of making this raising this question this commentary on what does it mean to be human i mean that's obviously the the main theme of this movie what is it you know we could probably there's that scene where gosling says it too he's like i have memories but are they they're they're, probably implanted, right? They're implanted. So and there's yeah. also the mention of like, well, if something has a soul, is that considered to be well, alive? Define a soul. I mean, you know, right? I mean, exactly. So, and, it, I mean, they, there's there's so there's so many things, and I think we've mm-hmm. talked about it on the podcast. And I know me and Chris have talked about it. You know, it's like we're the only animal that knows we're going to die. That's a big one, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the past, you know, scientists used to say. Uh, uh, humans are the only animals that use tools. And then they realized, oh, there's a bunch of great apes that use tools. I mean, uh, and then there was, um, uh, there's all kinds of like things that we've, we've, uh, scientists have said, this is what defines a human, um, from their ancestral apes. And, uh, obviously I'm, I'm getting off kind of in the weeds, but this movie addresses or, or uh, Robert, or Robert, um, what's her name? Uh, Robin, Robin Wright. She brings it up. She goes, "This is this is the end of the world. If replicants are can just procreate willy nilly, they they're superior to us in every way, and we get to see that in some some fancy action sequences of Ryan Gosling." Um, you know, it's kind of, it, I liked it cause it's kind of like it kind of the, the, not the flip side, but it's similar to the upgrade. It's like, they're still humans. They're not, it's not, it's not Iron Man. They're not superhumans, um, or superheroes per se. Um, they just have like an upgrade. Like they're just a little bit better, you know? Um, but that's kind of the main theme of the film is um sort of what does it mean to be human and and 
I don't know that I don't think this world is is only 20 years ahead. I think it's 50 years ahead or maybe 75 years ahead. Um, but in, in the movie doesn't go into detail about what you mean from from our time, not from the Blade correct, Runner correct. 2020. Yeah, 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 I'm talking, okay. yeah, I'm talking about yeah, realistic yeah. world. You know, the world is obviously in some sort of like uh, at first I thought, is it ash in and downtown Los Angeles that he's driving around in is it Ash? Um, but then if you look on the Wikipedia, he says um, the weather is gone, like haywire. There's just like like gross snow and stuff. So I'm still not a hundred percent sure if that was either snow or ash. ash right. It never addresses that there's any kind of nuclear winter or anything. Um, but you would. That that's where um, that's where I that's where I got the feel. Um, but hold on, I'm trying to find where. Yeah, it says uh, the climate has gone berserk. The ocean, the rain, the snow is all toxic. But nowhere does it say anything about ash. But the colors are so. Um, you know, gray, the whole palette, the whole cinematography of the film, or the lighting and the coloring is is very interesting. You can't tell if it's ash or snow. Um, But it's this crazy world. And we have these, like, the hologram characters, which are really quite interesting. The idea that people are alone, so they just have, like, artificial intelligence. There's so many fascinating things to the movie. And they all are just these wonderful pieces of the puzzle that come together. And yeah, it's a long movie. Um, I I think you can't. I don't think you can do do this world justice in less than two and a half hours. I mean, it's like Tony, you brought up. That's the the struggle now with movies and television. Is television? You have ten hours to establish this world, build these characters, um, give backstory. Um, there's so much more story to tell. It's like a longer book. You know, you could, you could tell a whole book in, in a 10 part, uh, mini series, but as opposed to a movie like this, if you're, if you're stuck with that two, two hours, there's, you know, you're, you're limited and, um, you know, you get to, you get a little longer, two and a half hours. You, you can start developing a little more. Um, and, and I, I would argue as a result, the movie just chugs along. Um, we have this fascinating villain with Jared Leto. Um, like for all intents and purposes, I think this is like his performance of a lifetime, even though it's so like muted and, and monotone and, but he's so like eerie and creepy. And, uh, I, I just think he, he crushes the role. I mean, he's not on screen a lot. He's, he's probably 10 minutes or something like that. He's underutilized. But his henchman, the chick, she's she's great in it. She's cool. Uh, yeah, she's badass. Yeah. Uh, and Gosling, I mean, he's on the screen the entire film, and he's great in it. Um, he has to play a human, but at the same time, he's kind of he kind of has to kind of he kind of has to play it on the down low how human he really is. Um. Well, the cops on the force know who he is. Exactly. Right. right. Well, well, yeah, they know. They he's know. Not playing, he's not playing a human, though. 
Yeah, he's a replicant. He's, he knows he's a replicant, and so he's right. playing. No, a I, no, I understand that, but but a replicant is a human. At the very beginning of the movie, it says replicants are human. Well, let me re- hold on. Shit. Um, that's the thing is they don't they don't really. Well, you're saying they think they're human. No, 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 no. It says replicants are bioengineered humans. So humans, right there. Oh. It no, it says they're bioengineered, bioengineered not humans. Human. They're not just humans. They're bioengineered, bioengineered humans. humans. What's the difference between that and fucking uh, um, uh, Angelina Jolie's kids? They're test tube babies, right? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say they're bioengineered. Yeah. Okay, so what happens when we start uh, nipping out some uh, yeah, genes? Yeah, when we start start putting some babies through the CRISPR machine. Yeah, now we're talking Gattaca times. That's more yeah. batch engineering. Yes, yes, exactly. yeah. That's the next evolution of humans for sure. Exactly. But, but, but this what, one, what... I, I think he wasn't playing a human. He didn't act like a human. He knew he was different. He was just a... A skin, what do they call them? Skin bags or something? Yeah, well, yeah with derogatory yeah. terms. Yeah, right, you know, right. They yeah. knew they were not human. No, he knows that very right. well. And society is afraid of him because for all intents and purposes. Well, it's worse because he's a blade runner. He kills, he kills his own kind. But, well, right. Um, well, uh, it, 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 and I wanted to continue Harley's argument when he said he's playing a human because he doesn't play a human until he thinks he's might he might be born. A, might be born and Correct. then he starts playing human a little bit like you can kind of see like he's kind of accepting that idea mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it and there's a subtle just change in how and how how he behaves until it gets you know the, the rug gets swiped out right from under him again yeah, sure. um, right. but that was i was cool to, to watch um i i couldn't pinpoint what it is right now but the, it felt i felt it like you could feel that he 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 he, he was starting to accept the idea that hey maybe because for so long in the movie he denied it he's like no like I, i'm not he he is who he is so right. it's whatever i got memories they're implanted yeah if- if he's a bioengineered human, and we don't go into detail as to what they are, but he has emotions, he has romantic feelings for an artificial intelligence, which we've seen we've seen that done with Joaquin Phoenix and uh, what's her name? Her was that the name of the movie? Now, her? where do you get that he has romantic feelings? He wants to have sex with her. Uh, so romance yeah. is sex. Uh, well, I mean, I think it's a byproduct of it. There's a lot of there's not there's not no, nothing I mean, yeah, is I actually made right. clear in the movie about his emotional state. We are in, inferring it. We're like like with dogs. We're right. like, oh look, he loves me because he's wagging his tail. Like, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're we, absolutely right. It's not made clear in the movie that he actually has but emotions. The, and, you're absolutely right. But I I I think he does. But right because the, he ahead. knows he's a replicant. Doesn't the Mackenzie right Mackenzie chick say that to him when she, when he when the his phone goes off and it plays that jingle? And she says, "Oh, you like those type? What does she say? Do you she prefer? Certain... You, yeah, what's yeah. that? What's she say? No, 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 I have to look it yeah, up. Yeah, right. But you know what I'm talking about? Uh huh. When his phone goes off and he goes, she goes, "Oh, you're in love with like I don't know if she, she says doesn't you're say in love, you're in love though. What? She, I don't think she says you're in love. Yeah, but she oh, says like, oh, you like those type? Or ah, oh, god damn it, I can remember. But yeah, it's like uh, yeah, but it's but it, come on, it's Anna the Armas like." 
I'm in love with her every scene oh, she's on. So Jesus Christ. <laughs> she gets buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> then we get full on like twenty foot CG booze. Unreal. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the world is this sort of like hyper sexualized, like and I was looking on the Wikipedia, there's some really interesting she um, said, you don't like real girls. That's it. Uh, didn't say anything about love or prefer mm-hmm. preference. It only said not liking real girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's yeah. still implying that he likes her. The, it's it's left to the viewer to put it in there. Like the, the, the main scene where he brought emotion was when he met the, uh, the girl who creates um, memories. So he, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. Th- that is because, when he unleashed it. It's like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, okay. There is emotion, and it the it's anger. So that's one of the things that can hurt the film for a lot of people. Is it's two and a half hours, but there's not two and a half hours of dialogue. This ain't a Quentin Tarantino film. Sure, this is more uh, Terrence Malick. There's a lot of scenes where the camera just hangs yes. on yeah. on the actor. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel that empathy or you don't connect with these characters, you're going to struggle with this movie. Well, then he Personally, said in an interview, interview on the extras, he says he likes Gosling where he can uh, inflict so much emotion on his face alone. Mm-hmm. And then they showed a clip of like different scenes from the movie where he is showing different emotions, but just by his face. Yeah. And Denis was like, yeah, he was, he can, you know, it's funny, right. Harrison Ford, when, uh, when Denis had already casted Ryan Harrison's like, you know who would be great? He's like, uh, Ryan got, and then he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah, we, I got we, him. Don't we, worry. We, we're talking, we got, yeah. <laughs> oh, did you watch Texas right. too, Tony? No, no, but I oh, could imagine. Okay. okay. Yeah. It was just funny the way you said it. And they're like, oh, and I was like, well, great. Okay, cool. But they do, they show the scenes like, you, you know, just kind of like in Drive where he just doesn't really say much, but right. just in his face alone where he's the, pissed. Or the other scene is the, is the, the, the big scene is the um, where he gets baselined again the second yeah. time. And he, and he has fails those, as those, he has hesitations throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, something about holding, what's it like to hold the hand of someone you love? And he just hesitates, and he has that mm-hmm. th- that nonverbal emotional emotional expression, mm-hmm. and in, it, it, it's cool. That and that's where he shines. Interlinked, interlinked, cells, <laughs> cells, interlinked, cells, cells, interlinked. Now is that just refer- like erasing, like starting them all over again? Like is that because they call it the interrogate? What, what did they call it? They said it was the baseline. Not, it's it's baseline almost like. Test. Baseline they testing. want to make sure that these bioengineered humans don't the same, start. Right? They 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 stay slaves. They right. stay Correct. machines. Right. That's what I was trying to think. If it's cleaning, if it's cleaning his slate, like is it deleting no, it all his cookies? It, I don't think it's cleaning it, his history. Like it's a test. It's not a. It's not setting anything in him. It's testing to see if his if his emotions have gone have away from baseline. New? Especially, like you pointed out, he's killing his own kind. Right, right. Kind of like, I mean, even they do that with today with police officers who, uh, anytime they fire their weapon, they have to go through psychological testing to, sure. you know, yeah. just the, the the trauma of, sure. of firing your weapon in 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 the line of duty is huge. And so it, it's kind of the same thing. Like he's he's gotcha. going out there. We gotta gotta check his baseline. Baseline. Gotta check to see he's still our our pet. You know. Mm. That's the thing, but that's 
And see, that's, yeah, I think that's where, um, I think he does such a good job, the filmmaker of, of, um, communicating that to the viewer. Like, like I, the first time I watched it in the theater, I was just kind of blown away by the visuals and the score. We haven't even talked scores. Okay. Cause that's, yeah, that's what I was saying. Roger Deakins, like incredible cinematography, like right off the bat. I mean, it's just incredible. Like that's just one thing we can all agree on. And just kind of so unique. I believe that's how he won his first Oscar with this one. Yeah. It's quite possible. The artistic side of this movie is awesome. It's top. But it's not overdone either. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't, well, see, that's what I appreciate it, too, because when I watch the extras, he says that, too. He he wanted to build up. He wanted to feel like that you can feel and everything was tangible within the set. When you watch it, everything does feel like it's there. And not only that, but he also wanted technology to be analog. If you think about it and you look at all this stuff, it's all like things you can t- – there's nothing like touchscreeny, like fucking Avatar or holograms like Iron Man's computers. It's all things you can touch and feel like the girl with the little thing that was creating the memories. You know, just a simple, like, almost camera Oh, lens. yeah, her little, uh, it looks like a camera lens. Exactly. Like, they designed yeah, that, yeah. you know, same thing. It's real, you know, real generic, oh, the, the locations. And uh, the computers, if you look at the things, that, like the camera, the little scanner things, all that stuff, he wanted to keep it not very futuristic. He still wanted to keep it old, you know, in this weird analog format. And he had a well, lot of... Well, I think that's a kind lot of a throwback to the, which was one of the original movie. The original movie was very almost steampunky kind of. Yeah, there's, I bet he wanted to keep it too. He wanted to keep it uh, less uh, green screen too because he's not a big fan of green screen. He said as well. The only time we had the flying cars, stuff like that, he had to use it. But other most of the time, like that car was built. Um, a lot of the sets were built. Everything that you see is there, which I really appreciate because when you do watch Star Wars and you somewhere land somewhere and it's all just CG, right? The cars flying in the air, the background, everything doesn't seem like you know. Even the new Terminator movie, right? When the guys are fighting. And they're just all CG. It's all cartoon. It just everything doesn't feel real. Like when these guy goes into a room, and everything's there, it's all there. Everything is there. The locations there, and I do, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that hard work. I appreciate that, that 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 um that love of just like film set. He says he 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 when they when he does walk into a set, he can come up with other ideas and other things pop up more his imagination. And other ideas pop up from just being in those locations. So if something was written or something happens, once he's there and feels all, something else pops up. And he goes, and that's, and he goes, I, I enjoy that. So just hearing his passion for filmmaking and talking about that was just so like rewarding. And it shows on, you know, on film, obviously. Yeah, I was, I, like I said, I was happy that I saw it in the theater. But what I was originally getting to was um, there was a lot of the film that I kind of missed the first, the first go around. And the second time a lot of, and I watched it with Mazzy too. She, she was, she was willing to watch it. And unfortunately I had to kind of pause it and explain a lot to her, you know, cause sure. what the fuck. And, um, uh, but it helped cause it kind of helped me like arrange the pieces of the puzzle because the, the movie doesn't explain everything in hyper detail. We don't, it doesn't explain blatantly that k thinks all of a sudden he's he was born like he's the son you know it's implied we get that feeling but it's not it's not slapped in our face so to speak um it's subtle and the first time you watch it it's easy to kind of like kind of miss that because a 
the volume on the Hans Zimmer score is deafening loud, you know, like, like any Christopher Nolan film. I mean, the score is its own character in this movie. It's fucking amazing. I've listened to it before I downloaded it and, and would just listen to it in the background. You know, you, you call it ambient music, but, but it's, it's, it's beautiful. Um, and so you can get distracted from a lot of the stuff. This is another one of those movies that you have to watch a couple times, even though, it's not it's not overly convoluted and it does a very nice job of wrapping itself up at the end um you know i don't want to get into spoiler territory or any more than we already have but um yeah i mean uh, uh, the second time watching it around i liked it even more than the first time um and the when i when i was done watching it the first time i thought that's this is another one of those movies you just gotta watch again. And I knew it was long, and so it was hard for me to 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 get around to it. And I figured, you know, picking the extra credit would be perfect because I knew it was homework. Now this was homework for both of you, right? No, I've seen it. I oh, you it, have seen it. I saw it in oh, the theater. Okay. Oh, you did too. Okay, yeah. awesome. So, how did you how did you feel the second go around? The, the the like I wish I wouldn't have been an idiot and saved it to the last moment, and I felt rushed the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I finished watching it five minutes before we started the podcast, uh, so that that's the that's the only thing I feel like if if I would have just let myself watch it like my like I normally do on a you know plenty of time, I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Um, but I still enjoyed it. I still I, I, because like I said, it, it is a simple concept. Uh, like like he when he finally um, meets. Decker and then mm-hmm. he's like well why didn't you and he's like because I didn't they were hunting us and it's like well, okay duh like yeah <laughs> you know this this miracle happened and you're like fuck <laughs> I gotta bounce and I can yeah. never contact again because they will find find her so or, or he didn't know he just he just bounced he didn't know what what gender it was or anything so like like it's it's simple it had you've got this replicants that something happened a miracle happened they were able to have a baby and but he's like this is this is way too much i have to leave because they will kill us if they find us and that's it and he's just trying to live isolated but he but our main character huh in vegas in vegas yeah that's this yeah i didn't realize it the first go around but if you if you read the wikipedia he lives in vegas oh he lives in vegas okay yeah that makes sense that that explains the and early goes to san diego <laughs> the, the fight scene yeah yeah the, the, the entertainment, yeah, san diego entertainment pieces. yeah but um yeah like the, it's it's that simple it's really simple but k doesn't know and so he's just trying to dig it up and in digging it up he's making a mess and it, and that and that's what that's what we're watching. We're watching the mess that he's uncovering. You know the the drama, the 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 um, what's the Wallace trying to trying to you know find the the, the key and because and, and and that's and it and covers that storyline too. Like yeah, right. there's that big storyline of he's he's creating life, and but he's just missing that one key ingredient to be able to really proliferate. Right, mm-hmm. like imagine if you can make a car that replicated itself. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, you, uh-huh. you, you don't have to spend all, all your manufacture on making all of them. Now they just make themselves everywhere. Fuck, that'd be awesome. He owns the rights. Mm-hmm. He's got those fucking 
scary ass eyeballs all throughout the movies. Yeah. Big scary eyeballs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, truth be told, this is essentially a flawless film. I don't. I, I, there's nothing I can really complain about. Um, you know, I could I could handle another thirty minutes of it. I mean, I could handle another twenty minutes of Gosling staring at the camera, sulking. I mean, <laughs> call me as a schoolgirl. Um, you know, um, Harrison Ford. I you know he's he's essentially a cameo, which which is fine. Which was surprising. Yeah, I've never been a huge Harrison Ford fan. I know that sounds like I, I don't think he's actually a, I don't think he's Robert De Niro or Al Pacino. I, I think he, he made a name for himself, obviously in the star Wars and, and the, um, do you feel like he just plays himself all the time? Well, he's just playing the same. Not only that. Yeah. I mean, I think he just kind of hung on the laurels of Steven fucking Spielberg and, hmm. you know, and so, but I don't think he's actually that great of an actor. And like when he's given his, performance in here i'm like you're way down the list kind of thing so I mean, that's like the weakest part of the film is ironically the the one the one uh hold up to or the hold back to blade runner so um but ultimately it, in the second go around it was just as flawless as the first one the first go around and it and some of the like kind of question marks of the first movie were answered for me the second time. Really? What kind of, what it. kind of question marks did you have from the first? I, I'm trying to remember, you know, obviously it's been so long since mm-hmm. it came out. Um, two years. Um, uh, yeah, I can't remember. I just remember like the movie being over and I was like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. So Kay was, he was the baby or he wasn't and then wait a second he got switched you know there's it gets a little convoluted when when the, the before Harrison Ford explains that we kind of switched the records when he talks to the to um to the memory maker she's like this memory is real um well right right and she said it in so, a particular way Okay, so but that it's very subtle, and the first time you watch the movie, you're like, "Oh shit!" So he is the kid, but then you find out that he's not. Spoiler alert! But then you're like, "But wait a second, it is real." But then it's so subtle; it's it's at the very end of the movie that who is the kid? I'm I'm, I'm reeling at the end of the first gotcha. watch for yeah. me. And so I'm I remember I, I remember the first time watching it, I, I, I keyed on the delivery of his oh. reveal. I was like, she I was like, they didn't, they didn't explicitly say it. She's like, someone like lived this. Someone lived this. She said, yeah. someone lived this. Yes. And then she says, this happened. And he's and he's, he responds with, I know it's real. I know it's real. And then he blows up and says, God damn it. So that kind of distracts you from, you know, like he thinks he, he for him, he realized that, oh, it's it's a real it's a real memory. So therefore, it's it's a real it's my real memory. And he yeah. accepted that he's human. But she chose her words wisely to not yes. say it's your your real memory. And I, I, I remember Keen on. I was like, "Wait a minute! Wait, 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 wait!" She, she, she didn't explicitly say it. So, so when, 
um, when it was revealed later uh, that you know, oh, it's a girl. And he's like, what? It, it, I was like, okay, yes, that's that that that's the payoff. It, it was a payoff for that line. But yeah, it's easy. It's really, it's really, really easy, easy to miss. Um, uh, what I what the question I had was who's who is that lady? The, the the lady without the eyeball. Um, oh yeah, they don't go into detail. Yeah, Fri- Frieza. Yeah, like, Wait, who she is was the leader she? of the freedom. Um, yeah, I thought she was somehow in in, in the first movie or something. Mm. And and that's that was like that, that was my one of my big questions. I was like, who, oh, who no. are these yeah. other other I think characters? If you look at the wiki, like Harlow saying, she's like the leader of the freedom. Yeah, right. She's yeah. the leader. Um, but but I guess she was she was there. She said with when when she was born. When You're right. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like they yeah, could, yeah, because that kind of helps out too. That it's a storyline that is completely un undeveloped. Undeveloped, right? Yeah, that's that's what I thought. Okay, which would be a cool series. I wouldn't mind watching that. Hey, man. Yeah. I even like the cameo by uh, Edward James Olmos. Who, you know, yeah, he's yeah, in a cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I even like how they try to trick uh, Harrison too with the uh, the love interest from the first one. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then they just blast her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the, yeah. One of the scenes too, that really just the, the, that the, the violence, just that the firing of the guns is just like, the so guns sounds real. so cool. And, and, mm-hmm. and like the one where like, um, it shoots the car, like towards the end, um, action scene. Um, just that one real quick when they're shooting each other, the, and one mm-hmm. just hits the bullet hole. It's just like, man, these feel like real. I don't know what it is. It sounds like them. They just, Seem real. I don't know. It's just, just the attention to detail from the exactly. film. The sound design for those weapons was really cool. That last Very scene cool. with the car in the water as mm-hmm. as they're drowning type thing. Is that the one you're yeah, talking about? Yes. yes. Oh, those yeah, gunshots. Yes, that part. And it's and it's like if you look at it too, it's just lightly lit, just from the the lights mm-hmm. from inside the car and the backlight. So you just you know whenever they need some you know some shots, it's just always the backlights have a on the front inside. The the gun sounds have a weight. Uh, they have a thump to them that is just yeah. like they have they have the, that impact. It sounds Dude, when you really drop, cool. When you drop when you drop a teaser, you just, you heard it like really quick, mm-hmm. you know, and then you hear them fall uh, off screen. But you just like you're like damn, like that was just they fire quickly and it's mm-hmm. that sound of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's just uh, it's just a, a director that you know pays a lot of attention, and uh, you and it shows on screen. You know, you know his I I would say. Um, him and Alejandro uh, Inuritu, however you pronounce him, the guy who did the Revenant. Mm-hmm. Um, these are like, like kind of like unknown names because they haven't made like the biggest blockbuster yet. But they are the filmmakers that make flawless films. You know that they're just mm-hmm. attention to detail, and they want the shit to be. They they want the movie to be practical you know they want that scene they want you to feel like you're there and not just a cartoon you know Mm -hmm. um and uh, you know don't get me wrong um you know uh, cartoons can be i love rango i love i love me some wally man i mean you can do some amazing stuff with cartoons um but you watch something like this and it's just like a whole nother ball game you know Mm -hmm. So, yeah, for me, it's a slider, without a doubt. That was a fucking movie.
I could probably give it a Slater, but I, I, I felt I was too rushed, and I got to give it another chance. But it's a, it's up there. It's a high dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, since we had two weeks, I watched it twice. <laughs> oh wow! Really? We had so much time. Yeah. Cool. Watched it one time. Way to then, rub it in my face. What's that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Very last. Second. Which is because there's so much, and I, I wanted for, to make no, sure I, I missed totally anything. forgot that we had homework. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was. Spoiler alert! I was reminded by a listener of the podcast. Like, hey, do you watch the homework yet? I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> wait, I do a podcast. Oh wait. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. I think Tony's a fucking replicant. I think that's where we can the bottom line. He's not <laughs> as close to a bioengineered human as we're gonna get on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So watching it again, yeah, I can easily give this a slater myself. Oh. So a slater? Mm-hmm. That was a fucking movie. Yeah, I'm not a big sci fi guy, but for the reason this one really, really works for me, man. And like I said, watching the extras and and watching um That's work, cool. It's, yeah, Hardy, if you get a chance, man, you should really. Uh, uh, I will for sure get a chance. Yeah, it was like the casting and the right, and everyone, and there's everyone like talking about you know wanting to make this you know feel like the 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 old one, but just with you know, the new twist, dude. The one scene that really got me too is when uh, he gets Mackenzie to come over, and then he she's merged with Anna. That that yeah. scene was unbelievable. I did like, just the way that was filmed. It was unreal. That was shot. Yeah. It's uh, it's yeah. It's, there's a lot of like every scene. There's something very memorable. You know, yeah. you talked about the scene with Ryan Gosling when he has that freak out. Like, like that's a jump scare. <laughs> yeah, he's so calm. Yeah, I was and then all of a sudden he's just you're, you're like, whoa. So yeah. yeah, there's a lot of that going on. In the movie. Yeah, what's crazy too is um that area where like he is there and the girls come up to him. Um, that whole scene was recreated at Comic Con. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I saw him walking around sitting there, and, uh, you know, the actors that were in there were, you know, um, talking to me and saying, uh, I was a replicant, and I, and I'm, and like, they're pointing the cops at me, so I, I started walking away real quick. <laughs> I got to eat some Chinese food, take some, uh, it was just really cool. I felt like it was really immersive. Like, it was an immersive experience. Like, I felt like I was in there. So, watching on screen goes, hey, I was there, sort of. <laughs> So he's cool. also, if you look up his IMDb, mm-hmm. um, he's. I think he's got something announced even after Dune, and I just take a pilot for Dune. Hold on, what the fuck was it? Oh no, he's gonna do Cleopatra. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're gonna fucking remake Cleopatra. I'm down. Which is fucking admit This guy's got so much range. I know. Look at that. It's all over the map. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, remember when we watched Incendies a couple of years ago? Like, remember the emotional, like, impact that had? The reveal at the end when you when she finds out who the fuck her dad is or her brother is? It's like, God damn, son. Which one? Is it Incendies? Twin journeys to Middle East. Yeah, the the girl, the woman that travels to the Middle East to discover her family history and fulfill their mother's last wishes. It was a foreign film. It was. It was. I think it was in French. I don't want to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was one of his early films. Mm-hmm. 
his first American film. I haven't seen the earliest Polytechnique. Mm-hmm. A dramatization. Yeah, it kind of makes you want, you know, go back, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, talk like about those guys. Hell. Yeah. So, but yeah, Prisoners for me was the I think first, the first time we saw Prisoners. Yeah, we were like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, it was on the podcast. An enemy. I mean, you got Jay oh, yeah. Giggity Giggity, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have a head scratching forever. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, he's in it. So, so anyways, yeah. No, I All thought right. this movie was perfect. So, Good luck, y'all. I look forward. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I love Sicario. Yeah. That's a perfect and totally different genre. I mean, that's suspense thriller. Um, you know, just having you on the edge of your seat the entire time. So. Ready? Ready. Yeah, let's go. <clears throat> right. This is Harrison Ford. And, uh, <laughs> in Blade Runner 2049, Harley's gonna give it a Slater. There it is. And I'm gonna double down on that Ooh. because this film is long and Harley likes long films. <laughs> Tony's gonna give it a dollar. He'll lose interest at some point and he won't be able to stick it through in one sitting. And Fonzo will, he'll give it a slider. Whoa. And I'm going to double down on that too. Oh, and I'm going to bet three points. Always bet points. That too, because I can. And I'm going to bet three points. Three because points. Because I'm swinging for the fences. <laughs> and fashion midgets, y'all. Bashing midgets, y'all. What did he say? He said, I'm bashing midgets, y'all. And for the fences. And bashing midgets, y'all. <laughs> okay, this is oh going to do some, some serious. Oh, he's like, hard as I like, bring out my calculator. Okay, he's got my two points. He's got Fonzo's two points. He's got Tony's dollar. He gets the bonus point. He gets the accent. And he gambled three points. You know, he so got that, he got the double downs too. Yeah, that's two points. Oh, okay, you got the two points. Good. Yeah, so that's two, four, six, seven, eight, nine. Accent. So he scored ten points. <coughs> that's the most, right? Then we can get right. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you got to gamble more. Besides the gambling, he he got the most you can get without gambling. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's that's beside the point because yeah. So and then he gets three points for the gamble. So that puts him up to twenty nine, which all of a sudden puts him right in the sweet. <sighs> Bless you. Thank you. Can't you mute your microphone, asshole? I I yes, want I want it far away. Gross. I'll mute it when you fucking mute your keyboard. Till you get a claggedy. <laughs> That was unbelievable. Dude, I don't know. He pulled because I didn't think you were gonna give it a slider, Alfonso, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um Yeah, wow, he just pulled that shit up right at his ass. Like he was like we were live streaming the podcast and he, oh, was, shit, like he was just listening in. He he stream sniped us. Damn. Way to go, Reed. Yeah, good job. Our Harrison Ford. That was a garbage accent, by the way. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> <What an> <laughs> <asshole>. <laughs> yeah, the beauty is that garbage counts. Yes. That's the point. So that puts him up to 29. 
I mean, it still puts him in last, but he's only one point behind Dino. Mm-hmm. So. That was huge. Cool. Yeah. All right, here we go. Yes. Now, onto the extra credits for the most interesting movie, uh, Blade Runner 2049. I'm going to say that uh, Alfonso is going to give it to Slater. Harley will give it to Tyler. And MCP will give it to Slater. So again, I am going to take on the Donaldo approach this week and uh, Nat Campbell, if that's okay. Have a good I week, guess. Go. I guess. Bye bye. Oh, I want to give her two points because she was she had an accent and she was playing a robot. Oh, you think so? Oh yeah, absolutely. Her delivery was all like stuttered and monotone. Yeah, that was she was playing. That, a that's just your internet. Violent. Human, yeah, I think that's just your internet, Harley. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> everyone sounds like a robot. She struggled though; she only got two points. Mm. So, but she's still third. That puts her up to thirty-five. So, mm. she's still leader of the pack. All right, who we got next? Twenty-forty-nine. Um, man, I don't know, but. I'm going to go on the limb and say, again, all three of you guys are going to give it a dollar. But yeah, those are my picks. Take it easy, guys. Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys for Life. How's that going on a limb? You always do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, right, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going on a limb, uh, and uh, I go uh, Certified Denaldo. Like, bitch, you do that every time. That's why it's called Certified Denaldo. Right? Really going on a limb there. <laughs> I'm going out on this limb that fell in my backyard. It's on the ground. Exactly. <laughs> he loves to live dangerously. Yeah, he got one point. Yeah. And that puts him up to 31. Mm, so now he's only two points up on Reed. Ho, 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 ho. All right. Last but, oh, God. Brace yourselves. I'm thinking with a uh, uh, voice, so I'm going wrong. And uh, this is fucking MCP's fucking wet dream. Fucking movie <laughs> about androids and shit, and those deep fucking beats. I think, I, I like this movie. I'm not a big Blade Runner fan, but I really enjoyed this movie. It just it felt like an experience. And I, I really regret not seeing it in the theater, and I, that's the one thing I heard about this movie, see it in the theater. It's just so cinematic scope. Uh, it's a slow, it's a slow, slow burn, uh, really quiet at times, but I think, uh, all you guys can appreciate it. I don't think it's a, I'm gonna say Harley likes long ass movies, so I'm gonna say Fonzo give it a dollar. I don't know if it, if it is Slater worthy though, it, I don't think it's Slater worthy. I'm gonna say it's all around a dollar, and I'm gonna bet two points. I, I forget, it's been like three weeks, cause uh, Harley didn't want to call Philippe Petit! But otherwise <laughs> that, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna start off a D. And I'm gonna bet two. Uh, glad you guys are back. Hope you. I uh, can't wait to hear about yourself there, Harley. And about Fonzo's fucking uh, scary house. Uh, and Philippe Petit. And you too, MCB. Later, guys. Harley, <laughs> like, please drop another Philippe Petit. Even you're not doing the accent, and he did. Thank you. Thank you for that. That's a, unfortunate, though. He lost one point. Uh, I know. 
So he's still in second, but we're all right there. I mean, Angie, 35, Art, 33, D, 31, and Re with the big comeback at 29. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Damn. That shit was – dude, that, that – and see, and, th- and just like that, he fucking turned it around. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that he was the first person that, you know, or the first call we got, you know, uh, that Tony played, but after we made our picks, which crazy. Because he even doubled down. Like he said, he was swinging for the fences. He wasn't fucking around. And it paid yeah. off. I mean, it could have been drastic, right? It could have been disastrous. Yes. But uh, it totally paid off, and now it's anyone's ball game. So we're still going for 100 or going to 50, Harley? I think we should go to 50. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a bit long. Yeah. Yeah. I think we we're getting close. 50,000, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> we're going for 2049 before the podcast is over. Yeah. Right on. Cool, man. Well, thanks for everyone for calling in. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Our picks. You guys did like great. Absolutely. Exactly. No, thank you guys. You know, can't do without y'all. So, without further ado, let's do the assignments for next week and then get into our long ass weekends. All right. I've been hearing uh, some some words about this movie. Uh, it's supposed to be weird, cultish. Uh, Midsommar 2019. Oh, oh shit! Boy. Yeah. Isn't that a, what's the name director? Here we go, Ari Aster. Yeah, hereditary. Yeah, that's funny. Oh yeah, this that that called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what'd you hear about it, Hart, Tony? I just hear it's like fucked up. I was like, yeah, that's perfect for us. <laughs> Let's perfect. watch it. I've been wanting to I mean, watch it. it. I started it and then I didn't finish it. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. That's seven point three and IMDb. Yeah, yeah the director's cut. It's even longer. That Harley would probably enjoy. Oh, it's long. Yeah, it's down to get the friction on. Down too. to get the friction on. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said that. <laughs> it's very like a matter of fact. I know. Well, it's like it just you know. Off in my head. There you go. All right. So there's a longer version than two and a half hours. Yeah, dude. When he, yeah, when she, oh, shit. Yeah. When they, when uh, is it a girl or him? I can't fucking remember the director. Ari uh, Aster, is that a dude? Dude. Yeah. So yeah. Dude. So when, when he did it, yeah, he he had a he said like, oh, when it comes out on Blu-ray, it'll be three hours long or some shit. I think I'm going to have to stick with the theatrical cut on this one. <laughs> That's two hours, 27 minutes. Cool. I wanted to watch this. All right. So I got the extra credit. Ooh. Yep. All right. Uh wanted to show the kids this movie, and uh, we're going to show it to them because it's about time. Uh, a rejected hockey player puts his skills to the golf course to save his grandmother's house. Oh, boy. Somebody's closer. I know what you're doing, and I don't like it. <laughs> Talk about a little movie called Happy Gilmore. Never heard of it before. <laughs> Great. Price is wrong, bitch. My birthday. Bob Barker. Oh, yeah. That's right. December 12th. That's right. 
Right on, right on. Cool. All right, man. Let's get it cracking, y'all. Let's, yeah. let's get it going. All right. Where we start? Go. First week, Halloween. Fell on a weekend. That's right. Get our boys with trick-or-treating. Trick-or-treating, robbing little kids for bags. Uh, yeah, we you got... Only, you only had one trick-or-treater, you said? We literally had one fucking... Well, you know what we did? Um, we put out Luminarios. Uh, is that Spanish? Is that word Spanish? Luminarios? I don't even, even think you pronounced it right. I probably fucked it up. It's not like you said Illuminarios. I was like, is that Illuminati and Mario together? Is that a new game? No, no, no. So they're, uh, it's just paper bags with candles in them. Why did you just say that? Trying to be all fancy and shit? Well, because they're called Luminarios. Luminarios. What? Motherfucker. That's what they're called. Antonio Magaredi. <laughs> so, so anyways, uh, we have these little, uh, cheap ass little LED candles, you know? And, uh, and we have like 50 of them. So we line our driveway with these paper bags mm-hmm. and then the candle. Well, we got back from fucking the trip the day before Halloween, like the afternoon before Halloween. We were exhausted. We're fucking we're zombies. And now Mazzy wants to go trick or treating the next day. We got her Halloween costume. So we didn't decorate the house. All we did was put out the luminaries. Well, from a distance, they just look like fucking driveway lights. They look like everybody's solar lights, you know? <laughs> so I, I think we weren't inviting people because we just, the little lights, they just look like solar lights. And because we live that, on a, I think you wanted to keep all the candy to yourself. Well, no, that's the thing. We got too much of it now. Uh-oh. You know, and I'm trying to, you know, I mean, I'm always trying to, trying, trying to be careful about how much sugar I eat, so... Yeah. Try to keep my girlish figure. Um, so uh, I'm trying to keep up with Tony over here. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, so I think that was part of the reason why um, we didn't get any any trick or treaters. Hmm. Um, but last year we only got half a dozen, so okay. just, they just don't come to this this area. This uh, end of the community is the the homes are a lot. Uh, farther apart the lots are bigger there's more empty lots as opposed to if you go towards the uh the older part of town the homes are more congested they're closer together they're smaller the lot sites are smaller so the kids can no cul-de-sacs no cul-de-sacs so yeah my our house is on a cul-de-sac nobody comes down it so oh so those those homes like that they're all attached to each other all really nice homes together that's uh me and tony used to do when we were kids that's, that's yeah. smart. And that's what we do with Mazzy. I take her to the other end of town. Exactly. The houses are all stacked on top of each other. And yep. she just, you know, she just, so she was gone for like 30 minutes. She went out with a friend and, oh, nice. uh, and their mom. So it was perfect. Me and Chris just stayed home in our fucking PJs. <laughs> and, um, she was out for like 40 minutes and she came back with a shit ton of candy. Damn. And because she doesn't, we don't give her candy yeah. the rest of the year. Like she has like a couple pieces and she's like, yeah, that's enough. I'm like, she, she's got a low tolerance for it. So, huh. um, nice. in fact, all weekend I've been like, here, eat some breakfast so you can have some candy. Like, eat some of this candy. Like, yeah. I wanted to eat it <laughs> Man, this weekend. You're better off just throwing it away. Well, that's what we end up doing. Yeah, I end up eating the chocolate and then we throw away the rest. Nice. Yeah, I should just save it for next year. 
Oh, don't do that. Come on now. Give us little bastard neighbor kids. To... That's why you don't get anybody over there. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, Tony's totally mom used to do that. She used to drive us to the nice neighborhood. We'd open up a sliding door and woof, we'd jump off. Boom. Hit up like 10 houses. Bam, bam. And pull, go back in the car and drive yeah, around another right. block. Right. We had tons of them, man. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. That's some of my best memories. So cool. To, to this day, I remember Tony's fucking Donatello costume. So badass. The, the, homemade, the, the homemade Donatello costume. Yeah, the Donatello costume. Yeah. Donatello. Yeah. This was like with uh, uh, the muscles on the costume. Before they do it now with all the kids and their superhero costumes have muscles. It was before that. Right. Uh, it was it was handmade, so they it was stuffed with the cotton uh, all up in the muscles. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was badass. Is that still your favorite? That's That's the best one I had, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you have pictures of that? No idea. Damn. I have to head up my mom. That's your mom, dude. Yeah. yeah. So you can dig them up. They'll be red. Um, so yeah, I had a, you know, I dig the house and then on the day of, my neighbor comes up to me. He's like, Hey, I went to Home Depot. You know, they already got stuff on sale. And I was like, say what? So yeah, I got some. I'm like, oh shit. He got a, he got himself a seven foot werewolf, but his is all white. You know, mine's all gray. And I'm like, racist ass werewolf. I was like, all right. Yeah. I was like, all right. Can't you have a honky ass honky, cracker ass cracker werewolf? I'm like, all right. Wait, you had a seven foot hairy werewolf? Yeah. White werewolf? That's me. That's I know, right? He had you on there. Scary enough. Hairy as fuck, pale as white. Snaggle tooth and everything. Snaggle tooth and everything, yeah. Yeah, Perfect. I was like, like, you got my buddy Harley up here? It's perfect. (laughs) Then he had this cool thing. It was like an inflatable. It was like a Beetlejuice inflatable. It came with a projector and to play scenes from the movie. Um, so that was pretty neat. He got that for on sale. So when he told me that, he's like, oh, shit, Home Depot's got stuff on sale. I'm like, oh, right on. And I look at him, and I'm driving away, and I'm like, hey, hey I got to go get some uh, some duct tape. And he starts laughing. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to see what they got. So I went over there. They had a bunch of stuff on sale already the day before. I'm like, shit. Usually I go the day after. I'm like, all right, let's see what they got. They had this 9.5. Nine, oh, I showed you guys in the video, the Messenger. That big-ass skeleton. That was badass. Got that, and I think a couple of lights. Um, so yeah, my shit was all decked out. Um, so the thing is, I don't hear the chatter outside from the people that are like coming into the house beforehand. Um, but like Amy was outside and my neighbors were outside and they were like, they could hear the kids coming walking their walk up to the house. Like, oh yeah, dude, I remember this house from last year. This, this was, this was scary. <laughs> sure enough. Uh, they come in and they, and they get scared and some kids, uh, go in halfway and go, nope. Oh my God. Dude, this little kid dressed up as Miguel from Coco. This motherfucker, I, I swear to God, he was going to piss his pants. Oh, this no. kid, You know, like in uh, Scooby-Doo, when Sh- when Shaggy's shaking and they do that bone shaking <laughs> yes, sound? Yes. When your legs are twitching? You could that hear dude was like rattling. that walking the entire time. And I could just hear oh, that sound. No. Tony, find that sound, dude. <laughs> just like it put a sound to it. Dude, that's what it sounded like, dude. That he was just, and he was behind his like sister, his older sister. And he was just shaking, shaking, right? And I went up to him like, I'm like, hey, what's up, Coco? Not even realizing I'm in full scream costume. Dude, I touched him, dude. He fucking jumped like a cat. Just jumped in the air, ran in front of her, and, like, all the things are going off. The big skeleton, the, the dog Bubba's barking at him, and he's just, like, getting candy, and his legs are like... And I was like, I was like, yo! And it was funny, because I kept calling him Coco, even though his name's Miguel. My kids totally corrected me. He's like, that Coco's a grandma. He's Miguel. I'm like, oh, shit, you're right. And I even got called out like, I thought that was your favorite movie. I was like, damn. So <laughs> I got called out. But, dude, that kid was awesome. The red hoodie, the face paint. But he was fucking terrified. One girl came in, 
halfway and ran away like a track star. I think she was even dressed like a track star. She ran. She was like, nope, nope, nope. Ran outside. One kid that could recognize from his school, he chased him down the street, which was hilarious because that was the that was a surprising thing. He at the last minute decided not to go trick or treating and wanted to stay and scare kids. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he had a cool like Grim Reaper suit with like these big red light up eyes that he has a little switch that would turn them on. And uh, he was standing in the corner by the gate and uh, just kind of just flinch and they'd sca- get scared. And uh, it was awesome. I would I was sitting in the chair like next to him by the table and they wouldn't even see me for some reason maybe because i was all black but i had the white ghost face mask so you could see my face um i would just gently touch someone on the shoulder and and and, and especially the like adults because they're looking at all the stuff going oh man this is cool look at this touch the dude's elbow he was like oh jesus christ oh man you got me <laughs> um so dude it was a lot of fun and my sister had her face all jacked up um she did she did her own effects on her face and she was handing out candy so other funny parts when kids would run away and get scared. She goes, here, here, let me give you some candy. They see her face and get even more scared because <laughs> they look like she's chasing them, but she's just chasing them to give them candy because some of them would come in and, and go away. So she'd go outside and try to give people candy. So some would like come in and some would stand at the door and start pushing their friends and wouldn't come in. Um, but they thought it would be cool if like, like a swarm of them would come in, which is kind of hard because then you can't really scare one because then once you scare one, the, the surprise is gone, you know, because it's a, it was weird, and that's how and that's how it was the whole night. We get uh, just spurts of like a group of people, just bam, just another. It wasn't like two here, and then you know a few minutes later, two another one. It was just like a big, huge um, group of people. And the teenagers ones is the ones that always get me because they act like they're so fucking cool, they're not scared. And I, and I told my sister, if, if if a kid don't have a costume, fuck giving him candy. Pretend like you're putting something in his bag and take that candy right back out. In fact, grab some out of his bag too. That's some bullshit. Not even lazy. You don't even put a mask on. I'm like Sam would not approve, you know. <laughs> Sam's Sam's on the house watching. You got you got to follow the Halloween rules. And if you ain't got a costume, fuck all that. You don't get no candy. So this kid with skateboard came by. He's like, yeah, hey, yeah, what's up? What's up? What's up? Looking at everything like he's not scared. I'm like, oh, this. I'm like, this motherfucker's definitely getting scared. So when he walked back, he was like, yeah, yeah, it's cool, it's cool. I just jumped at him and scared, him, and he just kind of like flinched. He goes, oh man, you got me. And he walked away. I was like, you got damn right, I got you. I was like, oh punk. And I wanted to be like, next time wear a goddamn costume. <laughs> <laughs> And then crew was telling me, like, you know what? I think I want to be Sam next year. I'm like, oh, okay. That'd be cool. I mean, it might be too hard for the mask, but I think he'd pull it off, you know? But he was totally into it, man. He was like, he'd go up to, he was in full on character. He'd stand there. You know, you can't see his face. But he would just stand there. And uh, especially the little girls, he would stand there and just look at him. And he'd flinch and they'd get scared. And, and then uh, he'd walk behind him. So when they were like, oh, my God, that was so scary. They'd turn around and they'd see him and they'd go, ah! And they'd run. Oh, my God. He was having a blast. I was so surprised because he didn't even mention at all that he wanted to stay. I thought for sure we were just going to go trick-or-treating. So Amy took River and Reagan. They went to get trick-or-treating. They even hurried back because they wanted to see people get scared. In fact, one of the times one guy was like, oh, my gosh, guys, watch out. This house is real scary. And River was like, yeah, I know. It's my house. And just walked on in. <laughs> I was like, you should have pretended like you should have walked back out. I'm like, man, that wasn't scary. That would have been so funny. Um but yeah, man, got a lot, you know, got a, for, for a Thursday, you know, surprisingly, uh, a lot of people, I just realized I've gotten a lot of shit, you know, after the, after the, yeah, years. You've, you've accumulated a lot I have of accumulated shit. so much stuff. So you have to uh, rent a storage uh, unit just for your, yeah, seriously, the attic is getting full. I stayed up to like 10, 30, 11, um, putting, you know, putting like the big pieces away, you know, like my zombies, my full, like the real expensive pieces. Um, I still have the dog and he, I haven't put him down yet. I haven't put a, I'm just, I do, I was exhausted. The next day I was taking down the lights and everything. 
I, I was listening to a podcast, so that was that was kind of um, killing time. But I was really fucking exhausted, dude. I don't know what it was. I'm like, now I can see why this one house uh, that has a bunch of shit too would only uh, do it every other year because it's you know they would say it's a lot of work put everything out. And I'm like, man, that's weak, man. What are you talking about? And I'm like, and I'm at the point now, I'm like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. But when October comes around, dude, I'm in the I get in the mood. I, I just the uh, holiday spirit kicks in i just get excited you know and i go all out and the, and the fact and i hear the kids and i hear this one guy going oh dude he's like when i scared him he's like okay so like, you easily got the scariest house on the block and i'm like Phew. i was like done i was like i made it i was like that's it that's all i wanted to hear that's all i wanted to do as a kid you know and it goes way back to when we were trick-or-treating the same costume tony yeah that one guy that chased us from the guy was like leatherface remember he kind of led yes. us through it he led us through the front door yep yep, yep. they went to the garage Yep. Got the candy, and we were on the side the house where the trash cans are. Yes. And homeboy was waiting with that fucking uh, weed whacker mm-hmm. and turned it on and chased us. And now we ran. We were just laughing our ass off. And I was like, man. And it was in the since then that was like the light bulb. I was like, yo, I was like, you know what? When I'm an adult, I'm like, <laughs> that's what I want to do. I'm when a, I grow up. Yep. That's why. That's what I'm gonna do in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Achievement unlocked. So some people work to live. You you work to scare. Exactly. Once a year. That's right. So that's right. You know, and and the fact that kids remember it, you know, it's it's, it's so it's so it's such a rewarding feeling. You know, where they're like, oh yeah, I remember this house from last year. Or they're like, you watch this house. You know, yeah, a couple years cool. back, I remember this one kid goes, man, I heard I thought you said this house was scary. You know, I jumped out and got him, dude. He totally did the crane kick karate kid style. <laughs> he was just like frozen. He was just, like, and his friends were all laughing at him. I was like, oh, I, was, I felt bad for that kid. I was like, oh man, now they're all laughing. I was like, shouldn't talk shit. You know, but the fact that it has like that that um, reputation, I'm like, that's awesome. That's pretty cool. So I think that's what gets me going too. You know, to hear that's so when I hear that. You know, yeah. it's awesome. Because one lady was like, uh, "Oh, look at she! Don't worry, it's not scary. It's just like the things in Spirit. Look, look, we saw this at Spirit. Don't worry." And then she walked by. I even had this one dude. He was like, t- he, he like poked my shoulder. He poked it again. Then he squeezed it. He goes, <laughs> "Oh man, I, I thought it was real." And then I, I go up to him and go, I am real. And he goes, oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh, man. He was like, I thought it was too lifelike. <laughs> like the fact that you're dude, squeezing my shoulder, dude. Hilarious. It was so funny. Uh, and then at one point I go, I go, one one girl was like, where's the candy? And I kind of look over and I pull my hand with the blade, with the knife. And I point over over there. And she goes, she just froze and goes, oh, I thought you were fake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the funniest part. While I was sitting there in character, they're sitting there, uh, pretend not to move. Uh, somebody got a candy, and I got pelted with a bag of mini M- bag of M and M's in my face. What? In my head? They got yeah. scared and they threw yes. it at you. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, like I said, I was looking forward. I was looking straight. I didn't look to the right when the kids were getting their candy. Oh, okay. Because I thought people, more other people were coming, so I wanted to stay in the character. Next thing I know, a, a bag of M and M's hits me square in the fucking side of the head, and I was <laughs> laughing. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "That's never happened." <laughs> I was like, "Man," I was like, "Well, cool. I got some free candy." Um, and then, and then, and the next day when I'm picking stuff up and cleaning things, there's candy all over the floor from people running. Mm-hmm. It was great. That shit always happens. It's fucking hilarious. Oh man. But yeah, a lot of, um, just lots of fun. Yeah. So that was cool. And then like, you know, when I'm sending things up, AMC has a Halloween marathon. So they're playing that all through the day. So when I'm putting stuff up, just leave the Halloween movies on, which is cool. But I always want to watch a scary movie, but it's like, I, I watch it all year long. So it doesn't, you know. I feel like tradition to watch something then but i i just don't have time i'm exhausted <laughs> yeah that's a lot of work yeah for sure yeah so but yeah that was that and then uh 
Yeah, Friday I picked the kids up. They had their um, uh, what they do? Oh yeah, they were like surprised that all this stuff was away. I'm like, damn. I was like, yeah, man, I'll mess around. I'm gonna put stuff. And then my neighbor was like, he still has, he still has a werewolf up right now. In fact, if I look in his backyard, still love. He goes, I just feel so bad, man. I only had it up for one day. You know, hmm. I want to have it up for a few more days. <laughs> I was like, totally get it. You know. So, what'd you do for Halloween, Tony? Did you do anything? No. No. Do you guys get the trick or treaters? Nope. Nope. Nobody comes to our place. Nothing really. No. Wow. Why are your lights are all off or something? Yeah, well, our, our lights. We, I mean, we go to bed at so we, we go to bed at seven. So. Oh, no wonder. Yeah. Even if they're one trick or treat, they ain't yeah, not going to hear yeah. it. No. <laughs> We're not going to hear anything. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, it's because it's, it's on a Thursday. Well, at least ne- next year it's on a Saturday. Yeah. Well, we normally don't really do anything for Halloween. Yeah. We don't do much for most holidays. It just there's yeah. got to be some pretty serious. Uh, Massives going on in LA. Yeah, we the the only times we've done uh, escape uh, escape Halloween a couple years. Um, that's in in uh, at NOS San Bernardino. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's the most we've done, and even for that, we barely dress up. Yeah, and you guys don't do any of the haunts either, huh? Mm-mm. Uh. No, no, Lainey hates it. She does not sure. like feeling scared, so that's oh, part of why. To be the avoid play avoid Halloween. <laughs> yeah, no, she wouldn't enjoy it. She just doesn't doesn't enjoy that at all. Getting scared. And she helped it that one year. She got dressed up. Right. She 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 could enjoy dressing up, but she doesn't enjoy scaring or being scared. Like, gotcha. Fear is not an emotion she's friendly with. Gotcha. Yeah, I. You know, the truth is, none of us really like to be scared if it's genuine fear <laughs> well that's the thing she feels yeah, genuine fear if, if you, yeah, she, she, yeah. The, that's why she doesn't uh, like scary movies because she gets into them and she feels she empathizes with the characters on the screen and, and so yeah I have to slap her around like, no, what happens when you talk what's that that's what happens when I what? date a child <laughs> so that, that happens Smack my bitch up. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Well, Harley, come on, man. Tell us. Well, I mean, I gave you guys a good play by play. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I think it was, it was almost a year ago we bought the tickets. And, uh, you know, originally we were going to spend, um, basically most of the trip there in Switzerland and um, that got changed and about three or four months ago we decided we were going to go to Paris too and what that does is and this is this is a public service announcement for, for if you're going to travel internationally and you have limited time which of course anybody does you, you you have to limit how much you do because what happens is if you want to do a lot, you end up spending a lot of time traveling, which is time-consuming, and you're exhausted, and you start doing what we I call the hotel hustle um, or the hotel shuffle. And what that means is every day you're packing your bags, you're getting in a car, or you're getting on another plane, or you're getting on a train, and you're traveling to another destination. And that becomes exhausting 
and what it does is it kind of takes away from the from the vacation and it ceases to become a vacation and it becomes more like work like almost like it's it's enlightening you know going to a new place where they speak a different language and there's lots to see it's cool it's fun it's exciting but it's not relaxing and originally chris and i were kind of hoping that this would be kind of a relaxing trip and it backfired big time because we spent a ton of time on the go traveling i mean the first day it's planes trains and automobiles i mean we literally drive to chris we get up at the butt crack of dawn drive to chris's parents house they're out of power because they're down in central california where all the power gets shut off um, they drive us halfway to san francisco where we get on the bart the subway because we don't want to get driven all the way into san francisco because the traffic is such a nightmare so we take the subway into the train to the airport it's a lot of hurrying up and wait you know you don't want to be late because you don't want to miss something so you got to get there early but then when you do get there early you do a lot of sitting around so so that first day was like 20 plus hours i slept for an hour on the plane um just a total zombie and what was interesting was when we fly into geneva it's on the france border it's on the border of france and our hotel was actually in france now here's the catch is in switzerland there's two languages that are spoken geneva because it's on the border, is French. So everybody speaks French in Geneva. The rest of the country, the dominant language is German. So when we went up into the Swiss Alps, everybody starts speaking German. Now, I actually know a couple words in German. Not much. I don't like to brag, but... I No, no, I'm not... I'm not <laughs> That's not the point. Uh, because I just, what it, what it was, was we get up into the Alps and I'm like, these motherfuckers ain't speaking French. What the fuck? I'm confused. And then I was like, they must be speaking Switzerland. And Chris was like, you know, they don't speak, that's not a language. She goes, they speak German. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I did zero homework on the trip, like nothing. Like I didn't do any, I just was like going at it blind. So, so I was like that bad tourist where I'm like, look, I'm sorry, I don't speak French. And they're like, yeah, neither do I. I speak German. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I can't make it an ass. But I'm, you know, I'm very polite and I'm very apologetic. And, and uh, so that was fine. So that was cool. Um, so we spent a couple of days in Switzerland up in the Alps. The most beautiful place I've ever been in my life. Mm. Just the pictures. The, I mean, I showed that one picture. It's yeah. like it's like out of the the, the Shining. Not I mean, real. it's just just these huge um what it is is it's a it's um it's very popular in the winter it's like there's like 10 ski resorts up in the alps right there and what you do is you just take these trains up and up and up in elevation up to europe in like fourteen thousand feet so that's where that little video i don't know if you guys saw Mm -hmm. but it was actually a snowstorm (laughs) because you're so far up I... the weather just turns weird and it was beautiful all the way up until you get to that point. And then all of a sudden it was just this, and they literally call it the top of Europe. So 
And we stayed two nights in that little Airbnb, which is really nice. A lot of space. Uh, me and Chris had our own bedroom. Um, I, we were jet lagged, so we're tired like really early. Um, but just at the end of the second day, we're literally just starting to get relaxed. And we're like, okay, now we got to get on the train or a bunch of trains to go to Paris. And Paris is like New York City. It is a fucking zoo. And we stayed at an Airbnb there, a little ghetto place that was super cheap. Um, but every day we were we were on a subway for an hour to kind of get into downtown and do the touristy stuff. And so, bottom line is, in in you know, I think nine days we were we or we stayed seven nights in total. Yeah. I mean. I don't know how many hours we spent traveling to points that we wanted like to go. Just nonstop traveling. It's just, I mean, we spent hours and hours and hours on subways and trains and buses. Um, we even took a cab once. Um, we did a lot of walking, of course. And so it wasn't relaxing. It wasn't, it was enjoyable. It was a lot of fun. It was exciting to, to see the Eiffel Tower and, and all this stuff. And, um, um, there is, there's, I noticed this thing about France. Nobody's in a hurry. Like they, you know how like you go to tourist destinations here in the States and everything's like, you got to hustle, like hustle in and out. Like, like, um, if you want to go to a restaurant, because you need to take, you know, you're, you're going to get some coffee or something. They're kind of like, all right, hurry up. Because they want to get people in and out, right? It's money. In France, you can go into a cafe and you can get a cup of coffee and you can sit there for an hour and nobody looks at you. As a result, though, if you want to do any like the touristy things, the lines are long and slow moving. So we didn't go up the... um we didn't do anything that, that takes lines because I was like, we're only here for two days. I'm not going to wait for three hours. The second day we were there, it rained. And so um, we just kind of did some quick little running around. Um, and by, by, by then, we're like super exhausted too. We're just super fucking tired. And then after we were done with Paris, we had to get back on the train all the way back to Geneva. And we, we were basically in Geneva for half a day walking around but it was like a national holiday or some shit there so everything was closed and um so that was kind of a burn day of travel and then the next day was all traveling was flying back and then chris's parents pick us up they take us back they're still without power (laughs) but this time they got a generator while we were gone so that was good for them and then the next day we drove back home so you know we were gone for like nine days in total or ten days um, but it was like, we only spent two days in Paris. We spent two days in, in, up in, in Switzerland, which is beautiful. I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely mind boggling how beautiful it is. Um, but we spent four days traveling, which can be exhausting for sure. So we're super happy. We're super nice. You know, we come home and it's, it's laid back. Um, I didn't, I don't, I don't have to go back to work till tomorrow. So I had the last three days off, which is really nice, um, which is good. Cause I'm fucking tired and you know, still jet lagged and stuff like that. So, 
but um yeah just kind of getting back in the swing of things so we did our 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 gym thing again today you know getting back in our routine where we go sit in the sauna and uh so that was good and uh yeah that's basically been it halloween was nothing i mean like i said we didn't we didn't do anything we're not big hall we're like tony and laney um um where we don't really we're not big on on any kind of holiday so we might go down to chris's parents house for for um thanksgiving but i'm not sure i'm not for sure so so yeah that's it any questions i didn't think so <laughs> that was a lot, man. That's awesome. I'm glad that you had yeah, I mean, okay, so, you know, we got a lot of cool pictures in the meantime. Yeah, well, cool. I'm trying to give you guys a little Towards the end, I started getting tired. Yeah. What was the, the thing you learned new, like, history-wise? Like, not just history. taking it in experience, but, it was like, did you learn anything about history? Like, yeah, I know, because I know you like that kind of stuff, you know, like the history of yeah, places history and whatnot. Buff. Did, did you did you learn anything different from being there in person? Hmm, it's a good question. Um, I mean, I learned a little bit about the uh, the history of the monuments, like um, like the Arc de Triomphe, which is another famous thing people people recognize of Paris. It's this big arch, right? That Napoleon had it built. Um, the turn of the century, uh, but he actually died before it was finished. Um, you know the uh, the Eiffel Tower is the most visited, paid tourist attraction in the world. I mean, it is just a steady stream of tourists in and out, in and out. I mean, it's it's um, it's like it's yeah, like Disneyland for world travelers. Uh, especially if you're, if you're in Europe, you know, ton of Chinese, uh, tourists. I mean, I, I was dumbfounded how many Chinese, and I think it's largely just because of their, their rising middle class in the last 10 years or so. Um, but, um, it, Europe has this, has this, I would say it's a, it's a conflict in France in particular. You know what, you know, I had an interesting conversation on the train ride to France, we met a local, a native, and he was going into Paris because he works in Paris, but he, he lives on the outskirts and like a rural community. And he, he spoke pretty good English and he, he was, he was our age. He was in his probably late forties. Very nice guy. Matthew was his name, but it's pronounced like Matsu. And, um, we sat next to him on the train cause our seats were assigned and sparked up a conversation. I was like talking to the, to the locals, you know, that's that's a good way and uh, we started talking briefly about politics and obviously his his english was broken and we spoke no french and he was very um he he was communicating that the french look up to america and how we handle ourselves politically and 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 i was like really because we're quite embarrassed to be an american right now and he goes, oh, you know, it's people, you know, the presidents can come and go, but, but you know, you guys, you guys do it right, kind of thing. And I was like, really? Because I feel like we're like the 
big fucking idiots of the world stage of Western civilization, you know? Yeah, we're doing it, right? We're, we're doing something? <laughs> it feels yeah, like we're not doing the, shit. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I, I think the idea is that the country was founded on liberty. The country was founded on individual freedom. Obviously, we've kind of strayed away from that, and it's all the Mexicans' fault. But that's still the that's uh, that's still the view in in a lot of people's eyes and uh, did tony did you just click did i hear you just click that little drop no no i didn't that was fonzo <laughs> <laughs> so um but um oh, so what i was gonna say was uh, and i noticed this when we were in italy too um a lot of these countries that have been around for hundreds and hundreds of years right their early histories of, are of monarchs where they were ruled by kings and queens and the power structure was not voted on like America or most of those countries are now or all of them are now. They were passed down through the generations from father to son. And so we have these, we have these, we have these, uh, these power structures, the kings, and they are, um, wealthy beyond anybody that they they're essentially you know like the Jeff Bezos of their time kind of thing. They just have this over and but they they also have political power too, which ironically in American today's day and age uh, they they have it as well. So it's almost a monarchy here. Um, but the countries celebrate that history. But at the same time, they have to they have to ignore how terrible it was and how oppressive and how horrible these countries were when they were ruled by kings and queens because these kings were typically, you know, gigantic dictators who just killed anybody and everybody and and you know they have a, a and they but they you know people were the peasants were dying in the streets of from famine and the kings were living in these gigantic castles. Well, those castles are what's left. Those castles are, are these, these monuments and they celebrate it. But at the same time, they're like, yeah, but we're a Republican now. We're, we're a Republic that where we vote for a president. So it's just, it's conflict. It's this weird dichotomy. And you see it in Paris, especially because we celebrate these beautiful things that were, built on the backs of peasants which is quite sad um but that is what it is so that's probably the closest thing to answer your question yeah that's cool uh, the city is very modernized it's um you know the um geneva was unimpacted most of switzerland was essentially unimpacted by world war ii uh Paris was, of course, devastated in World War II, but they've largely rebuilt everything. Um, and so there's, there's not, you know, everything looks contemporary and um, the style of architecture can be a little bit different. Uh, but for the most part, if I drop, if you were, if you were from South America, right? If you were born and raised in Chile and I, and you didn't really have a ton of experience with movies and or pop culture. And I put you right smack dab in the middle of Manhattan. And then I put you right smack dab in the middle of Paris. 
you you couldn't tell the difference. I mean, it's just it's just bustling city streets, you know. Um, so a lot of Europe is like that, although major cities. So, but the Swiss Alps, now that's a different story. That's that's um, that's these, these communities on the side of cliffs and hillsides, and it's it's just phenomenal. It's just it's it's kind of a time capsule in and of itself. And um, a lot of the architecture was old, hundred years old, which is beautiful. Um, so, but Switzerland also did a good job of staying out of World War Two. So, I would go back to Switzerland in a heartbeat. Uh, Paris, I'm not in a hurry to go back, or any part of France, really. I mean, we spent we we trained through a lot of Paris. A lot of France was very rural. A lot of farmland. The train I noticed we spent, you know, we were in the train three hours one direction and three hours on the way back, but a different route. And I, I just saw a lot of rolling hills and farmland. So. Right on, dude. Cool. Sorry. No, that's, that's good. Cool. Like I say, catches all up. So, yeah. Because, like, now it's like it would be 1250. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We're all tired for sure. Yeah. But no, that concludes episode four seventy five. We saw some major points. We saw some low points. We got a really close race. So we'll see. Did we say? Uh, will Tony decide which ones to bet on? But I thought we were just opening it up. They they can bet on everything. Why would I mean? Yeah, so right. Is there? Sure. Do we, I guess the question is: Do we want to prevent them from gambling on anything? Ah, Happy Gilmore is 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 Happy Gilmore or Midsummer like? Right. Yeah, let them gamble. Let them gamble. You know. Let them fight. Let them so, fight. So that'll work then. Yeah, four, four, seven, five. Sure. Um, yeah, Cruz soccer season real quick ended at uh, fourth place in the season. I knocked out the tournament first game, so it's a bummer. But you guys, you guys, technology back. He was on Roblox. Fortnite was downloading a huge <laughs> update. He's he's got his iPad. He's happy. He's uh, nice. you know. I thought he's like, hey man, sorry you didn't win the tournament. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> so so yeah we'll see how long this one lasts so but yeah but everyone thanks again for listening thanks for downloading thanks for everything yeah, for uh sure. 475 we just and randomly thanks, rent hey, all these and, movies and, and a quick shout out to our patrons thanks for contributing absolutely we don't thank you guys often enough exactly for sure so we should you know if we uh that little I think the little thing we did in the beginning be a nice little bonus you know yeah okay yeah Unless it's more work for Tony than no. He'll say no. What, <laughs> what am I doing? Well, yeah, oh, so little, oh what we like talked about extras. in the beginning? Yeah, I recorded what our conversation before the podcast today. Because it was a good one. So. Yeah, so hopefully that rash clears up, Harley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it won't go away. <laughs> what is it? Oh, um, uh, at Amy's work, the, one of their uh, network's name is It Hurts When I P. Um, oh, that's pretty damn clever. Uh, yeah, so we just ran and ran to all things movies. I've been your host, Bond. Stay right together. Holy, we die together. MCP, bad boys. Bye, Fuss. Till next Sunday. Yep. Sounds good. Cool. All right. See you guys. <laughs>